Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Go ahead, break it down, Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to CORE. It's time to talk about video games and all the underpinnings that is the video game industry. I'm Scott Johnson with Bush Horse and John Jagger. It's a big week. Lots of stuff to discuss. Turns out kind of a big day um, today. We have a PlayStation State of Play that happened, oh, a Warhammer thing that happened, Dragon Age 4 as a title, uh, a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff was announced. We got a lot. And guess what else? Diablo uh, Immortal finally dropped after five years of turmoil. Was it worth the wait? You're going to have to wait and see when we talk about what we played today. But a lot to discuss. So we may as well get right in. Here you go. All right. Let's start with the PlayStation State of Play section thing today. Um, They showed off a bunch of PS VR 2 and games coming for it. For example... Uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2, No Man's Sky, or No Man's Sky, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which sounds like a really bad idea to me. I'm sure it's beautiful, but I'm, I have zero interest in playing Horizon in VR. I don't know why that bugs me so much, but it does. It's fine. Whatever. It looked nice, the video I saw. Uh, and a Resident Evil 4 remake. I think that's just well, kind of what lump that into the VR. I mean, it was, they did say it was going to come, but I feel like you skipped the part that was interesting and went right to the <laughs> shitty VR presentation. But 
Only right. weird VR people are going to be into, which I get is you and Bo, but you know, before we <laughs> weird VR people, so how much we is get this? into that stupid nightmare of celebrating mediocrity? Like, let's let's start up at the top of the mountain. Speaking of the call of the mountain, we got a trailer for the remake of Resident Evil Four, yeah. one of the greatest video games ever made on the history of this planet. Yeah. is getting prettyified. Yeah, you like. You like that game. Well, you like all the Resident Evil, so this is not a surprise or a shock or anything to hear this from John, but this is like a legit remake. Like, this isn't just them going, we're going to res it up. They're going to do like they do with all their remakes, I assume. From, from Yeah, it's almost like it's a direct sequel to Resident Evil 2 remake, um, to a lesser degree, Resident Evil 3 uh, Nemesis remake. Mm-hmm. Um, because you've got Leon looking much the way he did in that Resident Evil 2 remake. He even references Resident Evil 2 a little bit more directly. Sounds like it has the same voice actor uh, from that 2 remake. So it, it feels almost like they have kind of quietly rebooted Resident Evil into this, like, I don't know what like you would call it just the remake series like it's just it's its own thing but tied to things that existed previously yeah. uh, but this one definitely seems to be holding very true to what we've seen before that first house he goes into looks exactly like the first house she went into the village looks exactly like the village um it it definitely seems to be following that template very closely whereas with two, you went, okay, this feels a little bit more like a reimagining. Um, but it, it did. It showed a lot of scenes from that game, and that game is very good. I, I'm extremely excited. I'm excited, it. too. I hope the stuff. inventory isn't a nightmare. That's my big concern, because I hate I, the I hope the inventory is exactly the game Ugh. that was so good, they made a video game based on the inventory. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually a good point. They did do that. But they did that because they could. Well, no, they did it with the VR, right? That was a VR thing. So you could no, go. that was just somebody made an indie game where it, the entire game is putting items in the inventory from Resident Evil 4 oh my and Lord. fitting it all in there. I hate that. I hate that, that that exists and that we're happy about it. Okay, here's the thing. Coming out March 24, 2023, <laughs> it looks legit like a really pretty, like a proper remake in the in the vein of, graphically in the vein of like 7 and 8 maybe even more eight than seven in terms of fidelity. Um, I'm excited about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Probably means I'll play it on stream with John. <laughs> yep, you know, probably. Probably that. I mean, Bo, do you, I feel like every time one of these RE remakes come out, you are never the first to jump at one of these. Just not your jam. Uh, Resident Evil, it's just always not, it's not. I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. So this doesn't do yeah, anything for you. I don't know. You're like, I, it's just, yeah. There's just lots of games and I just, the scary games that I'm, yeah scary gothic game, especially for resident evil because it's kind of like it's zombie stuff yeah. you know i know it goes other places that's where i sort of agree four is at least interesting because there's weird demony dudes and stuff mm-hmm. in it sure. i barely remember it but i just remember there's a lot of variety yeah in four but like one to three is like there's the undead oh no here they come like you know i don't know just kill me yeah I mean, it sounds to me uh, that this is not an exclusive, however, because it's also on. I'm definitely not. It's coming to Windows PC and Xbox Series X as well. So that makes sense. Yep. That would be very weird for them to do anything exclusive, except Seven had exclusive PSVR support, in at least in the console space, and you could do. It sounds like this will as well. Because yeah. at the very end, they tacked on a little 
PS4 VR2 or PS VR2 uh, implementation coming as well or okay. something like that. Well, that's good to hear. I, you know, they've got a, they've got that really, it's actually quite well received, pretty good version of four on the quest, but it really is still four retrofitted to make it work in VR and it works really well, but it looks like, you know, resident evil four from the GameCube. It's, it's old as shit looking. Um, but this yeah, is... I have resident Evil four on, on my quest. Oh yeah. Did you play it? Did you get in there? I can't remember. Yeah. I didn't this? play any more than the last time. I mean, it was just, it's just, there's lots of stuff to try. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. It was cool. Like it, I, I, I you know, want to play it, but it looks like you're in a GameCube game. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of Accurate. VR experiences, like yeah. I'm like in the room, but <clears> in that one, you're like, oh wow. The, the ground is very polygonal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It really is flat um, textures, a lot of real blurry looking stuff in there, which again, yeah. you know, it's a classic. It's great. And it's all that. But I, the fact but, you're giving it full remake, uh, on this is good. This is a good thing. It's hard to go back to because I have it on the PC. And, you know, like I said, it's one of my favorite games uh, of all time. I went back to play it. I was like, eh, you can always go back. It turns out you can't always go back. Mm-hmm. It looks very old and dated. Yeah. And it's one of those games where you get some up res from the PC, but it doesn't do the game any favors. No. Like sometimes you get that crispness and the better models and all that. And you're like, Oh, this really came together. And sometimes it just reminds you how bad everything is. Everything looks way more polygonal. That. Yeah. yeah right. you're, you're like, Oh, I remember when this was revolutionary and now I feel bad for myself. Yeah. I can really see that guy's triangle shaped nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very triangle now. My guess is yeah. this means that we're probably another year and a half to two years away after the release of that, before we see whatever nine is like, this seems to be their pattern right now. Remake one of one or maybe two of them, put out a new one in the series, go remake another one, put out another one in the series. that's on the, on the tail end of the numbers and kind of go back and forth and they're doing all right with it. Like those two and three, as much as everyone always says, I only played half of two, whatever. Yeah, that's true. I played most of two. It's all repeated. Yeah, 50%. Like, maybe, like, you could, if you want to get into, like, 50.1%, sure. Yeah. Most of it. I didn't do the lady parts. Okay, everybody? Sounds (laughs) wrong. Um, But, uh, you know, those are, those are really great remakes of the game. They're not just simple up-reses. Like, it doesn't feel like Capcom was at all interested in just doing the bare minimums here, so... I'm excited. I'm actually kind of excited. I don't even want to play it, and I'm excited. Yeah, if that makes any sense. We're gonna play it. It's gonna be a good time. It's where it gets more actiony, so you're gonna you're gonna feel better about it. Yeah. You know, it's gonna kind of be like what you had with three, where it's a little less scary and a little more, you know, run and gun. Uh, I think you'll have a good time, but I do feel a little bad. I put you guys down about the VR a little bit. I'm sorry. We'll talk about it, but I'll tell you, I'll make you guys a deal. As I was watching the video for this PSVR two business, uh, I had a thought because you know, you're it's a VR game. So it's doing that. Everybody has Rayman hands that are just floating out in the VR space. Like that's pretty standard fare. And I thought, well, there's a pretty solid moment in resident evil village where Ethan gets his hand cut off. Yeah. And I will tell you, I will go out from the moment you prove to me that this is in there and I will immediately buy a PS5 and a VR headset and play the game. If when she goes to cut off his hand, it just goes through that little space 
and everybody kind of awkwardly stops and she can't cut off his hand because it's a di- already a disembodied Because it's hand. a Rain Man hand, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they won't necessarily be disembodied, though, because in Battle Sister, your hands are actually connected to an avatar. Like, I can actually see my boobs and stuff when I look down. Mm. So it's not... A lot of games have the disembodied hands, but not all of them. No. The ones this that one don't. Does, though, I don't know why they do. You can see it in the trailer. You can see they already have but the they, disembodied if hands. I, if, I was, if I was in control of this whole thing, yeah. I would say Seven has to have a full body because we're going to do body horror. we got to cut off some arms. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I look. <laughs> Programmers get to work. Uh, no vacation. I completely agree with this. I don't know why people do this. There, there's, there are plenty of examples of, of non-floaty hands that work great in games on VR already. I don't know why people do this disembodied hand thing. It's just a little bit of extra texture polygon business right here. It's no big deal. I, I yeah, I, I do think maybe there's just some awkwardness in programming something to work right that you're probably not going to look at. So I think they do it to save dev time. Like what's the, you know, yeah. what's the point of animating a full body? But I gotta say, uh, in a Warhammer 40k game, I want to be wearing that. Even if I'm playing a girl character, it's like a gender swap situation. I still want my nun armor please yeah <laughs> like i want it and it's important like i have the beads on my wrist i have ammo on my belt i've got like i need to i want to it's important actually but i think a lot of games just spare uh spare themselves the hassle for something that's like quote unquote low impact but i appreciate it i gotta play that game it sounds like i'd like it it's great. I mean, it's it's middling in some ways, but you know, VR is, is nascent, and um, I mean, it's just Warhammer. It you know, I love Warhammer. There's, there's a lot of stuff I would say like, oh, it definitely could be improved. Definitely improved, but like, yeah. I'll give you money so that you make more of it and get better at it. It's a good week if you like Warhammer. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's see what else is happening. We mentioned all those VR games. Oh, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered coming to PC. Uh, nothing about Miles Morales at this point, but uh, yeah, they haven't said. I, I would assume no. I, if they were doing it, I feel like they would have made it very clear that they're doing it. But. I think that game. I'll, I'll bet Miles Morales is a thing on PC the minute they announce an either a, a follow up, which apparently is in the works, a follow up to the Spider Man game, or possibly the Wolverine game, or something else like that. Are going to announce? Then it'll be time to say, yeah, let's push this older Miles Morales thing out. But for now, that thing's still. Well, it, it's about to be a, a PlayStation Plus um, seller because it's going to be in that middle tier and higher. Um, so why would you? Yeah, I, I think you hold on to that is what you do. You don't. It's still that. a pretty darn good uh, PlayStation state of play for PC gamers at the very least, mm-hmm. uh, even for you know if, if you don't have a PlayStation because. Resident Evil 4 Remake and Marvel Spider-Man Remaster, both for you. I don't know if like the VR version of Resident Evil Village will make its way to PCs or not, but maybe. I mean, possibly even that. Well, um, no, the Village uh, or not Village, sorry. Um, a four is definitely going to come there. This remake of four, so you'll have that yeah. on PC. That's all you'd have to do, John. Just go get a Quest and a. You already have a PC. And just get the game, and now you're done. You don't have to do all the other hoop stuff. If they cut, okay. the, I'm saying if they do the disembodied hand thing that you <laughs> they want, they do the hand thing. Yeah. yeah, the hand thing I want. Yeah, I kind of want it. It would be know. really funny. Oh, I, I agree. Think they should do it. I agree. Like, you, be self-referential in that way. Uh, you've got, you know, you'd have my respect. So I'm not gonna lie. So the uh, like they showed it, and I I knew what it was gonna be because they said, "Here's all our PSVR two games." 
and they open with Resident Evil Village, and I knew it right off the bat, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I need to play that game again, let alone in VR. And they literally open with uh, Lady Demetresque, or however you say her name, like looming over you and you looking up at her. And I was like, they know the audience. They're going, <laughs> they're going after. Maybe I do want to play this game in VR. Oh, I can't. And you want it. some big green vampire boobies in your face? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. It's what, it's what we invented the technology for. So that's why I'm here. Well. Yeah. yeah, it's not quote the great Obi Wan Kenobi. That's, that's why I'm why here. I'm here. Well, it's, <laughs> not, it's not. You guys need to hear our pre-show to get why we keep bringing up Star Wars today. We had a big Star Wars discussion in our Patreon content. Forty-two minutes of it. If you guys want to get that stuff, go to our Patreon and sign up. Uh, anyway, let's see what else. Stray. Remember that cat game, the Stray uh, big stealth cat game. No, mm-hmm. they sh- <laughs> they showed this <laughs> like two, three years ago, something like that, at a PlayStation event, and everybody it, it was a pretty memey thing, and everybody freaked out, like, oh, you get to play this cat, and we don't know what's going on yet. Well, now we do; it's coming out, and we'll be on PlayStation Plus right away. They showed more of that, so if you want that, look forward to that. This I- is a this is a case of the launch titles for the. It's not the the lowest tier of PlayStation Plus. I can never remember the names, or I would have put it in the notes. But PlayStation the, that Plus. middle and top tier will be able to play this day one. Right. So there's your new release. You get to be a cat. What is the? It looks sweet. It does look. Actually, I have to say, I kind of look forward to it. But I, you know, and I am going to do this service. There's no. I'm just absolutely going to try this since I have a PS5. But, um is interesting the other one that looked really interesting to me is this callisto protocol which comes out ah, in december it looks the like dead, dead space in a prison yeah the dead, so it's the game lead of dead space making a new game with a oh new company my gosh dude so they shut down they shuttered the studio visceral he moved on he's making callisto protocol so if it looks like dead space that's because it's i think showfield is his last name i can't remember his first name it's it's the dead space guy Leading the team here. Okay. So, you know, you have to get past the title. Uh, (laughs) Yep. You go from Dead Space to the Callisto Protocol, which sounds like a dance maneuver. (laughs) Um, You know, it's not, I'm not, it's just not screaming uh, rich horror. So it makes you sort of trust, not trust the product you're going to get. But if you look at it, it's Dead Space. There's some really visceral, gross alien thing level business going on in certain scenes and it look it looks sweet it like, looks real good yeah and i don't know you know your your mileage may vary i think josh duhamel or duhamel or the transformers Duhamel, guy yeah mm-hmm. is the mocap actor for the the character so your mileage may vary on on whether that's good or not he's, I don't know, he's I don't cool know I my wife my wife would marry him if he'd offer okay so. well yeah that's what i mean so i i don't know I, I just i know so little about his career and acting and stuff they sort of they were promoting it in something i was watching and i was like i just remember him from transformers and i'm like i don't know why has he not worked in a while or i just never seen him in anything the movies i don't watch but anyways it, it looks good it looks good. Um, it's and visceral. Or you already said visceral. It's a great use of the word. But graphic- visceral games was the company. Yeah, I think but the, the like the they company, get the so. the graphics look insane to me. Um, yeah. or on par with what we should be expecting from this current slash new generation of consoles. Um, what has me the most excited, weirdly, is it's set on a damn prison. And if there's 
two things that I like a lot. It's space, space oh, horror yeah. and space prisons. I think space prisons, like I unabashedly love Alien 3 for that reason. It's yeah. not even about the alien so much. It's about space prisons. I love a planet yeah, that's great. just yeah. dedicated to prisons or a station that's just nothing but a, a freaking floating prison. Something about that just tweaks my my genre buttons. And um, so, yeah. Oh, this game looks so good. I'll it's, play it. It, it. Like, I think it's going to, like, if you're the guy who's been perfecting the gem of Dead Space over three games and then working on basically Dead Space 4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, like, this... This is a console seller for me. Like I'm just like I don't care about PlayStation. I don't care about PlayStation. Is this if this is an exclusive? It's I kind of don't think it's going it's to be. Not, though, but no, you okay, can get it on the not, S. Okay, then so. <laughs> I take that last part back. Uh, you I get have on a the S. thousand dollar PC that I'm going to play this <laughs> yeah. on. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, that was that was. If I had um, only one real bummer about today's announcements, it's that is that there very few. It felt like a lot, uh, very few of these were exclusives. Um, but this, yeah, will be on PS PS or sorry PC PS5 Series X and S. And PS4, weirdly, um, I don't know what, okay. uh, why, but that's deal. It's probably just due to slow sales. Not everyone has a PS5, so they want to make sure everyone still has yeah the ability to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be playing this on PC. Like yeah. this, I'm yeah, I'm really stoked for this and the Dead Space remake, which I don't think was talked about today, but also in the works. Yeah, um, that's supposed to. You get know, if you're a Dead Space soon. fan, there's going to be there's probably going to be a really good year ahead of us where we have two great sci-fi horror games. Yeah. I'm 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 excited. Um, and chat room was asking about horror games earlier. Like, does he play scary games? Does he get scared? Yeah, I play Dead Space. I don't yeah. play Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like little weird babies running around a space station in Saturn. <laughs> that's, that's my jam. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. Something about sci-fi and the horror worked for me, and I played all the Dead Spaces. So, somebody who avoids horror games actively, I loved those. Yeah. But it's something different. I don't know. Something something about it. Uh, the other game I wanted to mention is Roller Dome. Uh, the, this game looks rad as hell. It does look rad. It's uh, it says it blends combat with skate stunts on PlayStation and PC. So another PC <laughs> game. It looks like Tony Hawk, but you shoot people. Yeah, I think that's cool. There's kind of bullet time going on as well, and um, I don't know, just uh, the 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 graphical style is like a Mobius comic book kind of. Um, if you know who Mobius is, the French artist, it's it's really. Very Mobius. <laughs> it's like watching a heavy metal magazine, but moving or something. Yeah. Um, it looks, it looks rad. Like I, I kind of quite don't know what to make of it. Like, am I meant to play other people? They didn't really get into it. Uh, but I, but whatever it is, just got a lot, a lot of things I like about this kind of sci-fi. Uh, it looks neat. So that's something to watch for. Watch for that. Uh, who is it? Who's making that? Let's see. That's uh, uh, this doesn't say. Oh, roll seven. It's not a very good roll. <laughs> it's not a good roll, is it? Uh, I don't know. From a D and D perspective, it's it's pretty. No, shitty. not from a D and D perspective. That's no, no. a shitty roll. So work you on don't that. roll seven. I don't think there's a seven sided die. Oh, there probably is. Someone's probably made it. But hey, hey John, you like anime? Um, uh-huh. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes I do too. Yeah. How do you like an I'm known action? To dabble in anime. How do you like a little action uh, dating sim? <laughs> I mean, uh, here's the thing. I watched this and it started, and I was like, "This looks dumb. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like any of this." Uh, I'm not going to play this game. We'll just sit this one out. And then it got to the end and it's like, we're mixing action with a dating sim. And I went, well, hold on now. Mm-hmm. 
maybe I spoke too soon when I shunned you. Uh, I like when they add a dating sim to any genre of video game. They, so isn't that like all like all the isn't there tons of those on Steam? That's not new. Is well, it? yeah, but I gotta I want to play stuff that I'm not gonna people aren't gonna just check my profile and find out too much about me. <laughs> Uh, like orc massage or whatever you don't want you don't that. want to log into orc massage knowing that like well everyone's friend list now has this pop-up saying john's playing orc massage <laughs> and john's been and playing just orc there massage like, for 215 hours I people are like he, what the hell is he doing i think i know what he's doing right now yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i get it i really think uh steam if they're gonna sell these adult themed games they should provide people with some privacy options on that because like it's like <laughs> You know, I want to buy Orc Massage, but I'm not going to buy it for that exact reason. So it's like, leave me alone. No, even though we know that you want to do it for like show experiment, it's still just on your record. Well, there's you know? people that message me all the time. Like, I don't know if I got to stream on OnlyFans or Pornhub. They want me to like <laughs> stream it. Like, I get serious, not serious requests, but I get requests. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is the and most I'm like, requested game for me to stream during my streams. People bring up Orc Massage all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I won't do it on Twitch or YouTube. It's violate toss, but like there's, there are places to stream such things. Bo put on, uh, so on our notes today, we have a whole section where we talk about games we played and on mine, he put Orc Massage before I had a chance to put anything <laughs> How else. did you know it was me? It was John. Um, no, no, it wasn't knew. John. And so I went down to the bottom of Bo's list and put Orc Penis Filating Simulator 3. <laughs> so I got, a, I went a little further, uh, with, yeah. uh, with the joke there. There are microtransactions to you. <laughs> it's DLC. Well, anyway, there's that. Um, the larger the penis, the more power you need. <laughs> Et- oh, we didn't say the name of it. Eternites. 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 I don't. I don't like. Yeah, that. I don't know. It looks like an anime game. Like yeah. you, you know, your mileage may vary. The guy loses a hand. Then he's got a weird magic hand. Yeah, that's his life as a as a as a man with a magic hand. It's actually kind of bloody at first. The arm gets torn off. Blood goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it you know? starts brutal. I was like, oh. Yeah. PlayStation not shy about yeah. what they're showing today. Kind of, su- kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, now let us fight or talk about fighting games. Street Fighter Six, which had already been teased uh, with their logo controversy and all that, uh, but this thing showed off like full on trailer and the game's in an open world setting. I do not know what to make of this. It might be just weird enough that I care about Street Fighter again because. Yeah. How yeah. odd. What an odd idea. Like there's Chun Li in this part of this trailer. Chun Li's just like at the gym or something. Uh, like uh, clearly they have to do more to compete with the likes of Mortal Kombat, which is now, you know, kind of cornered the market on insane, fun, stupid campaign. Um, so I think they're doing that. At least it feels like it. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It's it's gonna be weird, <laughs> but I'm excited. So I'm weirdly excited, and also the world that they inhabit. This this version of whatever the hell with the Metro City, uh, which yeah. is like New York mixed with Tokyo mixed with who knows what. What a weird and look at this. You were running around town, and isn't yeah, Mega City a Mike Hagar statue? So clearly, it's you know the the same place as that business. Yeah, that's that city, I think, that you fight in and in yeah. um fight what's it called uh mega fight streets of range nope uh fight fatal fatal fight fighting final fight fight final fight final fight that's it yeah (laughs) we were close uh but yeah it looks nice like just really pretty i think this is unreal engine 5 
there was a big announcement about them moving into that engine, which, you know, doesn't hurt. People with cardboard boxes on their heads. Like they're doubling down on the beat people up and paint pops out of their bodies for some reason. They love that. Yeah. Blood is paint. It's pretty cool. Chun Li, look at her getting ready. Ryu with his beard. Oh, man. Look at him. This looks really nice. Like this is a marked improvement over five visually for me. And if it's got that nice, tight Street Fighter gameplay, I kind of miss that. And the story's Ryu real stupid. Ryu did not stupid. show his penis this time. No, no, no. No Ryu penis. Well, it's, oh, that, that was memorable. Has it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has anyone really gotten close enough to just make sure, though? Maybe there's a little bit of movement. I don't know. I mean, it's probably in there, but his pants are notably baggier this time. Yeah. They're probably avoiding the problem. Was it probably cust- un- customization unlocks? Yeah. Like, yeah. Could be. <laughs> That's, if you get the collector's edition instead of bearded Ryu, you get penis Ryu. I think maybe what's going on. Oh, they did change the logo. No, they kind of still same. Ah, they changed it. They heard you. We heard you, they said, and changed the logo. Um, I was going to say uh, the last game I didn't love, and I don't know why I didn't love it. I loved four or five. Just, just left me feeling flat. Didn't like it. So this is their chance if you want me to be into a, a fighting game again. And this, of course, will be on everything. So, again, not a Sony exclusive, but I'm sure it'll play great on that PS5. Um, what else? Uh, Yoshi P was there. He, he was. What he, he did, John? The, you're, the, you're the rep. He here. introduced the closing trailer, which was a little game called Final Fantasy 16, mm-hmm. uh, which looks extremely good. Okay. Oh, there's a Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was uh, it was real good. They're they're going heavy on the icons. Uh, also, sometimes referred to as primals. Also, sometimes referred to as summons. Uh, they were the stars of the show. They showed uh, they showed a lot of them. They showed next Shiva uh, and Bahamut, and Ifrit. Next summer, right? I think is the plan. They said. Oh yeah, it says yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, next summer. So and they're like huge. It goes into like a, a like a pulled back and, and like monstrous summons fighting each other kind of view. Like it looks really cool. Oh, and um, hey, there's no kids driving in a car on this one. It looks like fantasy tests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <there's laughs> no, yeah. they definitely go back to the well. Kids. Yeah, but do you? Okay, so all right, you're the you're both Final Fantasy guys, and in John's case, he's a freak about the MMO. I worry, or maybe I shouldn't be worried, but I, I kind of had this feeling of like, well, the MMO is doing the fantasy thing. Why are we doing this? Like, why not? Why not go back to the more, you know, a more modern setting or something? Does it? Does that well, sit okay with they've you? They've done the modern setting too many times now. It's it is time to go back to fantasy. Okay. Like it's basically been locked at modern since seven, with a couple of exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, like, like eight, eight was very modern. It was like science fiction, basically. Yeah, nine uh, went back to fantasy, and then ten, like, was ten felt like contem- future again. Yeah, it's quasi future, quasi like contemporary. It felt very more just like near future, light, like mm. like a bright near future in a way. I don't know. It, 
It has dark themes, but it's all it's very sunny. Like there's a beach ball guy, right? One of the heroes. <laughs> one of the heroes' weapon is kicking a beach ball to enemies. Yeah. It's very California, I guess. Is what what I want to say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is is that it? Actually, it's almost kind of shocking to see because I'm watching it now how medieval it all looks. I'm like, it's sorcerers and giant monsters and like there's two uh, armies in armor clashing with each other. Like if anything, this looks more medieval than 14 too because. Well, fourteen does have that medieval thing. It's got a lot of just high fantasy. Oh, big things time. about it, yeah. you know, like yeah. and and this just looks like it's closer to The Witcher. Like we'll get NPCs that are like, you know, oh, werewolf stole my child, and I need some help <laughs> find him. I don't yeah. got time. I got to plow the fields. Can you help me, adventurer? Ooh, yeah. these guys in their their alternate. Well, John was saying it earlier. The the big what do you call uh, them? icons? Icons, dude. That actually looks really good to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks super good. It looks I'm really, really good. excited. Okay, but here's the thing. They this is emblematic of what I always wanted Blizzard to do and they never did it. And that is uh it's the opposite of what these guys do. These guys have all these mainline games that everyone loves. Some of them are beloved beyond belief, the the series of Final Fantasy games, and they make an MMO. I wish Blizzard would have had their MMO and then made a bunch of really epic standalone warcraft based games yeah they never yeah. did it never did yeah. it those bastards they could have if they wanted to they just didn't want to well, um it's, it's okay. a yeah it's a tough thing i think i think in a way they're transitioned from large multinational company they're finding their feet right now i yeah. think in a very big way because they have the ips for it they just don't seem to be able to get there now but anyway this is the key part of this and this is a huge get if it holds, I don't know if it's a timed exclusive, but this will be a PlayStation 5 exclusive in the summer of 2023. You will not be able to buy this anywhere else, including PS4s, uh, at least initially. I'll bet that changes just because I think I, I could be wrong, but I swear Square Enix is in the mood to just scrape as much pennies off the wall as they can. So leaving it in it's- one place seems weird to me, but maybe they won't. Uh, they always take two, like two years, basically. Yeah, that's true. Basically, everything's a PS4 or PS exclusive until. Yeah, it's almost like they're still just fly. flipping Nintendo off. It feels like you know, it's like, hey, remember when we used to do things only on you? Ha! Screw you! It's all PlayStation now. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, there are still rumors that they're getting bought out by Sony. So. And the, there's a lot Ooh. of evidence that points to it. Yeah, we've talked really? about that a bit. Yeah, there was a le- there was a supposed leaked in- internal memo talking about a, a upcoming merger. Like I said a long time ago, I'm going to run victory laps when this happens because I'll say I called it. I don't remember what episode of Core it was, but I said a long time ago uh, that I think there's a lot of evidence pointing to it. One of the biggest things is that uh, Yoshi P has talked about an Xbox version of Final Fantasy 14, basically saying they want to do it, they could do it, and he can't talk about why they can't. So, oh, actually, maybe the sale of Square Enix's studios makes sense. Maybe that lowers the value of the company and make it more purchasable. And oh, that's a good point. I didn't thought of that. You shut off it's the like, Western Yeah, we want to buy it, but it, we don't want to buy it for this one. Like, well... These guys make Deus Ex. They suck. We can get rid of them. <laughs> they suck. We complain all day that they want to make games they want to make, and they won't make the games that we tell them to make. Right. Let's get rid of them. Right. Yeah. And and then NFTs. NFTs. So okay. So so all right. If they buy Sony, how do I put this? 
this would be this is a perfect match. As much as I'm not, you know, whatever, Microsoft's full of exclusives now, but but uh if there was ever a better if there was ever a more sensible match for a purchase from a from a platform holder to a big dev, it's this. I would not be shocked to see this go through. Yeah, they've been hand in glove for a very long time yeah. in terms of exclusives and all that. So. Yeah, it'd be really good for PlayStation to have that. I think it would be a system seller. Um, I'm looking forward to it. That looked really good. That trailer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. what else? That's it, really. Um, we have a new name. We have a name for Dragon Age Four. You want to hear what that is? It's uh, yeah. T- tell me, I have, I couldn't guess it if I had to. What it's a bald. Uh, it's baldelfman.com is the name. No, it's uh, a <laughs> dreadwolf. Dreadwolf is the name of the thing, and uh, it's all about dreading the wolves. There, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, people there. are very excited about it. I know that uh, Inquisition ended with some stuff about like a, a wolf or something. I don't know. Here's the problem: like they really hinged their future lore on that bald elf guy that you alluded to. I hated him so much (laughs) that I never had him in my party and I never talked with him. So when like lore revelations came up about him, I was like, well, this doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's going on. Uh, It's just the thing I have no experience or knowledge with. Hmm. Um, But yeah, it's called dread wolf. I, you know, I want to continue to like dragon age. I like two of the games they made. Yeah. One an awful lot. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, Inquisition I thought was pretty good. So. Inquisition felt pretty good. It felt like a game that maybe had some weird development cycle stuff they tried to hide from everybody, but you could kind of smell it. And this one, this one's not free of that either. This one, notoriously, what was it last year? They were talking about it being delayed internally because they were aiming for big multiplayer stuff and like battle royale garbage and all this stuff they wanted to cram in there and they've confirmed they've pulled that out entirely none of that is part of this this is a big single player rpg now which i am thrilled to hear so hopefully it won't show in the final product any of that turmoil because i felt like inquisition did kind of show this weird skyrim world they now had to make because they had to compete i don't know that was a weird thing this that game is a that game is a mix of amazing and weird but dragon age 4 dreadwolf coming oh let's see release date uh not this year uh no other date 18 months away from release uh, at best so august of 2023 would be that if that's the case and that's it that's all we know yep that's it we got a title yeah i like the dragon age games i'm i'm in i like dragon age one yeah. Yeah. What if it's like that? High five to bow. Yeah, it won't be. I agree. They, one they is don't a, make games like that anymore, but they should. One's amazing. Do you think? What do you think? That I mean, chances are low, but do you think maybe it'll we have be? other CRPGs, so we don't we don't need it. But you know, at this point, it's been a decade. Like Dragon Age is just going to be whatever Bioware yeah. wants it to be. But and I guess people there's people who like it, so power to them. <sighs> one you know, was stop, so I'm gonna stop good. Complaining. But one was so good. It was a tactical RPG, and it was the Bioware house that home of the people who moved that genre made it what it is like i don't know it's and they, they had it and then they were like nah i, I just don't, i i don't get that transition i would love someone to uh, for someone there to explain it how they went and, and said like yeah one's not quite what <laughs> we pictured everyone all you ever hear critically when you talk to people uh, is like one is great <laughs> and they just two is they bad shuffle it onto his side like they just they had to make it for consoles too 
Yeah, that's think, a big part of it. That was a that, big, that was the, a weird transition era era for all of that stuff. Like that was just starting to happen more commonly, and you know, controller support across platforms was not what it is today. So there was that whole thing. And I, I tapped out Inquisition after an hour. I was like, this sucks. Oh, really? I liked it. It got better. <laughs> yeah. it, that was the problem with that game. It started. I think it started bad, and then got real good uh, later. Well, it also gets real confusing because you you continuously go to the same zone over and over again and keep doing stuff there. And then they give you other zones, but you have no real obvious reason to go there. It's just weirdly designed. Yeah. Like it's good in spite of itself. Like it succeeds, even though it's a game that when you look at how everything works, it should fail because yeah. I can't say so I can't say the the other strange. games are bad though, right? It's just it's just not what one it's promise. And every time you promised, every time I play it, I just feel like it's not what I. Yeah, the, yeah. The one the first one was there. first one had such a clear vision. It was hey, we're going to take this Baldur's Gate history we have, and we're going to do our own IP, and it's going to be a brand new thing, and it's going to let you pause and be tactical and. And it may not be D&D You can program rules, AI in it. it had his, what I loved was the AI programming page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Pick, you know, if 25% health, cast healing. If guy is far range, if your friend's getting attacked, cast this spell. Like, you could you could program a simulator into it. It was great. Yeah, yeah I really There were it. good things in, in the other ones. Like, there's stuff I even like about 2. Like, I think 2's story structure was pretty cool. Like, I, I, I might be wrong on this, but I vaguely remember it being like each of the three chapters is a year in time. Mm. And what that allowed like side quests to be is like, tell a progressive story where it's like, okay, the first year you solve a murder mystery. And then in the second year, you discover that you, you know, did something incorrect. And then the third year, you know, the, the murderer returns and, you know, gets revenge or something like it made side quests more compelling because you got to see, an epilogue to things that you did. Yeah. And I really liked that sort of thing into, but the gameplay around it, like the graphics look terrible, the reused assets, like putting what looked like a concrete wall in front of doors just to be like, uh, yeah, don't go down this way. This is not a cave where this is a door. It's a door in other caves, but in this, it's just a concrete wall. You're, it, it's just bad. This is a really, rush. yeah, it's very bad. I, th- I think I kind of understand what they were trying to do, but in a lot of ways, I see that as the breaking point for what we thought of as Bioware, and they've never gotten back to who they are. Like yeah. that game was the one where they were like, it felt like they were pressured, pushed to just, hey, we need more action. This is what the kids want. What are we doing making these? you know, this, this, this heady, uh, tactical experience. What are you doing? No, it's gotta be a guy with a giant sword, just hacking and slashing. It was a mistake. And I feel like yeah. Bioware's well, never they, been the they, same. They, and they pushed the Mass Effect paradigm on it. Yeah. That's yeah. an RPG too, right? Like, yeah. It, yeah, I think that's, that's a good point. Like that's this, they, they were for a while, they were alternating releases, right? So you'd have Dragon Age and then here comes Mass Effect and then another Dragon Age game and then a Mass Effect game and Mass Effect games went from, more tactical to more actiony, and I think maybe to their benefit. Uh, this is an arguable point, I know, but I think Mass Effect got better as it went along, whereas mm. Dragon Age tried to do that, and that was a mistake. Yeah, because one was such a different tone of yeah, mechanics, it's just a different and game. You just changed it, and yeah, it's just hard for me to move off of that uh, with Dragon Age. Yeah, those bastards. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> four, four might blow our minds. We may just be like, "Man, Dreadwolf, what a turnaround! Good job, guys. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna hold out hope. That's what I'm gonna do." Yeah. 
One last thing on Dragon yeah. Age, just before we move. Yeah. I recommend people go back and check Origins out because in this day and age, it's very interesting. They based a lot of the ideas and concepts of Origins on the Song of Ice and Fire, George R. R. Martin books. Yeah. It was not an HBO show at that time. So it's one of those weird things where you get to see it before it became so popularized uh, in mainstream media that people are clearly pulling from it. And instead it's pulling from the concepts. Mm -hmm. It's like a a weird little moment in time before everyone knew what game of Thrones was, but still clearly influenced by it. Yeah. Uh, And I think the end result is really neat. So uh, it's very dated game now, but uh, I think origins is still one of the coolest games Bioware's ever made. Yep. I agree. All hats off to Origins. Um, okay. The only thing cool about 2 is that my friend Bill Dran made some really neat stuff out of 2. <laughs> he mm-hmm. made some really yeah. cool swords and kind of really got like started with his with his yeah. uh, his whole prop business kind of happened around then. Um, all right. Uh, we got to talk about Warhammer Week and how excited I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let, unzip that belt. Let's go. Yeah, let's hang. do this. So there's a, f- a bunch of new trailers. Um, you know, Tim Willits, by the way, showing up on camera. Uh, haven't seen him yeah. since World of Warcraft. Um, used to be a WoW guy. Anyway, new trailers for Dark Tide, which we're all super stoked about uh, here in this group and uh, with our gaming friends. We're going to play a lot of Dark Tide, I guess. All the main characters in that Dark Tide look fugly. They <laughs> really do. It's not going to be a choice of like, who wants to play the good looking one? It's going to be, yeah. who wants to play the Every- least turdy looking, you know? Um, and Space Marine got a new trailer. And if you ask me, that's really important. <laughs> I'm really excited about Space Marine too. Like kind of out of my mind excited. Um, so there's that. Uh, so well, uh, just, just to say on the Space Marine too, one of the developers was like, "You loved what we saw in the trailer. We can't wait to show you what we have." Yeah, and what they showed was amazing. Like, there's one point where there's a horde of those. Uh, what does the alien race call? I, I don't remember the the the, the Zerg like race that. They oh, have. the 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 um, the, the not scourge. Um, uh, oh shit! It's not Scarn, is it? No, <sighs> that's I think that's the my brain. People. I can't think of it. Anyways, Tyranids. That's Tyranids. It. Yeah, so he's fighting. Thank you, Zagrot. He's fighting the horde of, like, there's just a whole endless horde of Tyranids. And I'm like, this is so awesome. This ultraviolence is amazing. Yep. And, like, there's going to be more. Like, y- you've basically set the expectations so high that, like, we're on the precipice of disappointment, right? Like, if it disappoints, it's going to hurt. It's one of those, yeah. you know? Yeah. But it looks. So that one was, cool, that dude. first one was so beloved. And Relic nailed that everything I love about Warhammer in that game. Four player co op. We are playing this. Like, we had we had a bad habit where we don't get it together enough and playing multiplayer. If we don't multiplayer this, I'm going to come over to your house with a chain blade of my own and be like, <laughs> play the game. I'll fight you off with a, with a bolter. So, wait a minute. The dark, you're talking about Dark Tide or did Space Marine have Space it? Space Marine. Space Marine 2 is going to be four player co op. Really? That's was the big announcement. I'm pretty Ooh, sure they announced that. that. Let's, let me double check now. I missed that. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool to hear that. I didn't know that. Um, I, will Space Marine 2 have co-op? No answer. Okay. <laughs> Google's like, shut up, Bo. We're not talking. I thought I heard that when <laughs> they first... Up, when they, when Specific <laughs> response to him. <laughs> That's where we're headed, man. These search engines are just going to call us out. I like All right, it. so maybe I don't know 100%. 
I mean, obviously, Dark Tide is because Dark Tide's all about the co-op. Um, yeah, but I thought I heard. Yeah, uh, could very well. Could very well. I thought during the presentation when they first announced that they mentioned co-op. I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that. Wait, when was it announced at the games? Gamescom or game no games Award, awards? Maybe game awards. Maybe I think. Yes, it all was right, Game look. Awards because we were bored about almost all of it except that. We were all stoked look, about Space if they Man. don't put multi, like, it's such a, like, it has to have co- multiplayer co-op. Like, it's like, it's basically Gears, but good. Gears of War, <laughs> but good. And like, they're making it too. They're hyping it up. It can't just be like a single player campaign. Like, this is, it's got to be multiplayer. It's got to be. I mean, I hope they do. But what I want most is a really good, solid story and campaign. If that means they can have me co-op with people, great. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, I'm saying Gears of War is good, but basically, it's a it's Gears of War is a is a Warhammer clone. If you really think about it, it right? Is. We got yeah. big dudes in armor killing aliens, ultra violence. Yeah. We don't have the IP, so here's the game. Mm-hmm. Did good stuff, but it's not it's not as good as the original sauce. Original in sauces. In some ways, Space Marine One then cribbed mechanics from um, Gears of War quite successfully, like cover mechanics and stuff. Yeah, and it was yeah. like the perfect combination. All that stuff really came together. I, I couldn't be more excited, though. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, if that's engine stuff they're showing, holy shit. Bah, 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 bah. So excited. Yeah, yeah, it looks fantastic. Looks and they got good. Clive Stanton, who's Rolo in Vikings. And I like Vikings, so. Yeah, well, there's that. Acting as Titus. Yeah, he's good. He's a good actor. He gets stuff done. Yep. Uh, 40k CRPG uh, called Rogue Trader. This is actually based on a comic, I think. Uh, but this uh, was a big surprise, by the way. Yeah, and this is the Pathfinder CRPG makers um, turn-based stuff. What, uh, what was the recent one? I forgot the Kingmaker, well, the Path of the Righteous, or Wrath of the Righteous, or Pat. Yeah, I think it's Wrath of the Righteous. Wrath of the Righteous and Kingmaker were the two recent yeah. ones. And um, while so they are both yeah. well, like overall well-received games. Mm-hmm. I hated the writing and refunded Wrath of the Righteous. Um, yeah, I remember you talking about But the CRPG that. part was actually okay. I just couldn't stand all the exposition. I probably was a little unfair towards it and should have stuck with it, but just didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I, I choose to feel favorably about, because they are CRPG makers, that just, you know, I'm not going to judge their entire future catalog based on one bad experience in a game. I'm positively stoked yeah i quite like uh, those two games i thought they were good now they those are pause and play uh crpgs uh, i guess we confirmed that um rogue trader is going to be a turn-based mm-hmm. so like solasta like divinity baldur's gate is a turn-based crpg yep and uh the only thing that's a little str- not strange but it was a little like oh it looks you know cartoony which is fine no problem with the cartoon but it's the styles are very distinct from the cartoon to the actual gameplay. The gameplay looks like standard ass CRPG, mm-hmm. you know, pseudo real like looking dudes. Like, yeah. and then the quarter cartoons, like you know, very uh, you know, just cartoon. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I don't know if the game's going to be like interspersed with cartoon cinematics or not. I, I, I don't know, but I like the look of the anime ish looking things um yeah it makes like me it. Yeah. it makes me want a series so usually that's what might come away with on these things i see those those kinds of cinematics and i just go well just give me a show i want a show but then you know if this game's any good hopefully it's just not too jarring to jump between the two but the game looks nice yeah. looks pretty i like me some think- three-quarter view turn-based tactical crpg business so bring it on 
Yeah, I'll play the shit out of this. <laughs> That's what, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so there's that. You'll probably get it before Rogue or uh, freaking Baldur's Gate three, but the rate things are going. Uh, and tie this over a little bit more until that comes out. All right, uh, this is the one that jumped out at me at the most. Absolutely stoked about it. Cannot wait. Uh-huh. 40k uh-huh. bolt gun. Yeah, <laughs> it looks great. If you haven't seen the trailer slash commercial for this thing, it's basically somebody going through all their old stuff. They find a bunch of their minis, their painted minis, and they put them out on a table. And then they find a three and a quarter inch or three and a half inch uh, floppy disk that's called a uh, bolt gun. And then the can you know things go wild on camera, and now suddenly bolt gun is is what it is, which is a throwback. 90s ass looking shooter with a weird mix of polygons and sprites a lot of blood um think uh, what was that one we like proteus Proteus. it made me think of proteus yeah i'm like okay Mm -hmm. i will play this yep i mean john i don't know if you've seen this Uh, oh dude okay here i'm gonna just i'm gonna it's it's basically uh, you know original Doom right it's with that in that genre of uh, retro Doom shooter yeah, yeah I'm watching the trailer for it right now yeah and they do the whole you know it's very nostalgia the box says 99 on it like some kid that had his keyboard box and, man oh man yeah old okay, keyboard yeah in there. this looks pretty cool yeah. I like I kind of like the look of this and there's like this the disc. weird mix of modern and retro yeah. I mean, look at those that hands. Looks all right. I think it looks like a blast. If it's this smooth and plays like, you know, Quake, Doom, whatever, Proteus is Bo's right. It's a perfect example of what I like about these these weird modern But takes. it doesn't look as janky as like the Doom levels, right? Like it actually still looks a little more detailed. You yeah. see cannons and buildings and stuff. It's yeah. not, they're not going for the full 90s experience. Yeah. I mean, my big thing with Warhammer games, like obviously there's some I get excited about, like Dark Tide has a tie to a pedigree to a game we already play, we already like, but it's now in the universe we enjoy more. But I feel like Warhammer games are such a coin flip on if they actually turn out good or not that when I hear new announcements for them, I just ignore it until... Because <laughs> until, I know you're probably going to play it, Scott, yeah. so I'm just yeah. like... That'll tell me if this is one I need to check out or if this is one I need to skip. Yeah, you know, I, I basically take your review and I subtract a star or two from whatever you give it because yeah. you're more excited about it than I am. So if you're like, you're like, eh, it's a three star game. I'm like, okay, so it's a two star for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're like, it's a five star game and I'm going to set my house on fire. I'm like, all right, so it's four, four and a half somewhere in there for me. Yeah, sometimes like, they nail it. Sometimes they're so good. And, you know, Space Marine's a great example. I feel like that thing is top tier. But then there's some middling stuff and there's some stuff that's not as great. Some just sort of boring. Some of it's like there's a Civ like called. Um, I always forget the name of that damn thing. That's actually really good. It doesn't focus on anything but war because it's freaking Warhammer, but it's like Civ and turn-based and, you know, you got a grid and, or you got, you know, uh, uh, what's, what do you call that? Uh, not octagon. What are they called? Hexagon. You got hexagon squares and you got to take over land on planets and, and, but what I say, Hey, that's for everybody. No, but I just love that they made a Civ like game in that world. So all that being said, um, yes, I get too excited and you're probably right to take a star off every time. I think that's probably fine. That makes sense. That's, I think that's what everybody should do with, uh, reviews and reviewers and things like that. Like you have to get a feel for it. Like if you've heard Scott be passionate about Warhammer games and they've got, it's gotten you to try it. And in general, you've been like, 
like it's okay, but it's not as I don't like it as much as he does. You know, then you use that metric for any time Scott recommends a Warhammer. Yeah, game. now you know That's what to minus. It works both. It, right. works, it works both ways. Scott adds a star to your reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm like, oh, Scott, I played a Warhammer game that for some reason you haven't played yet, and it was pretty good. Scott's like, oh, it's, I'm gonna love it. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I'm adding a star to your review is what I would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I get it. Um, but yeah. I mean, look, they they are really free with their licensing. Um, although I don't know, whenever they do events like this, it makes me feel like they're tightening that up a bit because all of these look really cool in their own right. But this probably is not even the full list. There's probably another ten or twelve games coming that'll all be out of nowhere, and it'll be like, ah, this one's about a floating head skull that's got stuff to say. <laughs> it'll be like you know, fair to Midland, and I'll probably like it, but you know. Buy accordingly, I suppose. Anyway, we'll see. How about how do you feel about JPEG battlers? They already had one called the Horus Heresy something card game deal, and I don't know why this is. Uh, this feels like they're just going to replace that with it because this looks like like a proper big jump forward. But it's a card battler. It's a card game you called know, Warp Forge. What it made me think of it. Yeah. Made me think of Snap. Did it? Like why? What? What about it? What or what's the the card? The card design. They seem to have. I think in this particular game, they seem to have really. They're I don't have experience with the other uh, Warhammer TCG type games, but yeah. they, I memory says they all kind of were just janky and mobile. And this one will obviously be on mobile, but like the cards animate in like the exact same way mm-hmm. that the snap cards are animating. Yeah. Super 3d pseudo 3d. Yeah. Uh, they actually plant the cards, plant themselves on ground in front of you. So there's like a 3D effect of the of the scorched earth kind of, you know, Warhammer 40K vibe. And then the cards that you're going to battle are like shunk, 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 like into the stone in front of you. And then you battle them and kill them and move forward. And it has it has some visual punch for sure. But it looks like, you know, it's a CCG of some sort. <laughs> it's a JPEG battler. Yeah. You're going to fight JPEG. JPEG v. JPEG. Once in a while, maybe a PNG. We'll fight a JPEG. Oh, that's, yeah. Sometimes you get PMG. Maybe a PMG. Uh, BMP. Remember those? BMPs might get in there. Anyway. What a tiff. Warp Forge. <laughs> don't do any tiffs. They're too big. Uh, Warp Forge is the name of that, and that is coming soon. Okay. Now we got our Star Wars talk here real quick. Uh, no. Je- Jedi Redhead is coming back, everybody. Yeah, what didn't they announce this week? Jesus. I know. It's a big week. Remember those it was, weeks? A, it was a real big week. Remember last week or week before we were like, oh, there's hardly anything going on. We should do emails. And now it's all at once. I guess yeah. we're in June and this is when you usually have E3 and other stuff. So isn't that shocking? Well, they not think of content yeah. creators uh, and we, their lives. <laughs> we had a lot of conventions. We had the Star Wars celebration. We had a Warhammer gathering, apparently. PlayStation's busy. Yeah. We got an, we got an Xbox one coming up not too far from now, yeah. uh, which... Yeah. Scott, we got to talk if we're going to cover that or not. I know. Uh, I meant I wanted to try to do the could. Sony one today, and I just couldn't get the schedule right. But we probably it didn't. would have been tough for me too. So yeah. I, I think it was fine. It's probably but, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of those same games will end up being in the Xbox showcase because these are third party. Uh, but anyway, Jedi Star Wars, or sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, aka Redhead Jedi Two. Yeah, uh, he's back. Yep, he's back. You guys, back he's again. He's still the worst part of this franchise. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fine. at some point we got to stop, right? He did an okay. Job. Okay, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. So, I, you know, I, this is a game. This series, I famously had to eat crow on. 
because yeah. I said that this game looked terrible. I didn't think it was going to be good. I went really hard on the not liking this game, uh, the original. Um, and it ended up being awesome. Uh, oddly enough, me, the person who was like, no, I don't want to play it while you guys were defending it is the only person who played it. But yeah. uh, in spite of that, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I still think Cal Kestis is the wrong choice for your main character. Cause I feel like it's just a retread of literally every story in star Wars. I think it was an opportunity to do something different that they didn't take. And, uh, I, so I think it's unfortunate. Now he has moved up. His stock price is rising because whereas before he was this like, entry level he could have been anything in the whole wide world and we decided to just go with the same protagonist that we put in every star wars now he at least has a game we know him he's a known name cal kestis he gets articles written about whether he's going to show up in the mandalorian or obi-wan kenobi is he are we going to see cal Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. he has a bit of a pedigree behind him to a degree uh, he's still the least interesting character in that game. <laughs> like, and that's a fact. He's not terrible, but he is the least interesting character in that entire game. But isn't that game. what it always he, is? He should have been on that list of bad Jedi or bad Star Wars yeah, characters. It's not a good Cal name. Kestis. Cal yeah, Kestis. Yeah. It sounds like a Cal disease. Cal Kestis. Yeah, I got Kest. I got a bad uh, case of the Kestis. So wait a minute. What, what, uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? He, um, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, he shit. Is, but is it like, you know, Morgan... Uh, or uh, uh, not Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Freeman, <laughs> Freeman, come do the thing. Like our, all of our protagonists in video games are often the least interesting in the games. It's true, the but that's why I felt like he could have been. That's why he should have been something different because because literally it's a game full of more interesting characters. Yeah, and that's a fair saying like, hey, we'll just keep them generic and boring. There's no excuse for that. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Like you can make the main character interesting, but he's back. Uh, there's a weird there's something in a back to tank in the trailer. Nobody seems to know what it is. Uh, oh, I thought that was a character from the first one. See, that's, I, but I, I was like, I watched the trailer and I was like, Ooh, that was like a big reveal at the end, but I have no idea who that is. Mm-hmm. I went and watched other people to see if they knew who it was and kind of universally, nobody knows who it is. Mm. So I, I'm really curious to see where it goes. That first game was good. I'm sure the second game is going to be good. You know who I, he looks like? He looks like Raiden from Metal Gear. Maybe it's... Uh, oh, Raiden's in there? Come out slashing? Yeah. <laughs> Ra- Raiden from Metal Gear Revengeance and Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah that would be great because yeah. maybe they're going to trick us here. Redhead Jedi's barely in this game. He's barely maybe. in it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. It's and just Raiden, Raiden the whole time. The ads will always show Redhead Jedi, but when the game plays, he'll not be there. It'll be Raiden. I was secretly hoping that if they did a sequel to this game that you would be playing. So I think it's far enough where we can talk about it. There is a, a character in the later part of the game. She's like one of the only surviving night sisters on Dathomir. And she kind of it's alluded to. She kind of becomes his apprentice at the end of it. Mm. Uh, or at least, you know, she's starting to want to go down the path of learning about the force. So I was like, well, maybe if they make a sequel, you'll play as her one. She's a much cooler character. Like she's she's definitely one of the best characters in the game. You can keep uh, you can keep him around. 
he can be the Jedi master in this next game. It's a good reason to explain why you're going to have to get all your powers back at the start, you know, cause you got a new character now yeah. uh, and they can do something different. So I still hope that that's what they do, but you see a lot of Cal in this game. So yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of him. It's going to be a lot of him. That first game reminded yeah. me of a Castlevania game. Weirdly, it kind of had a Metroidvania quality to it. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, lightly dark souls inspired. So yeah, that's a part bit of, it of that too. DNA. I'm, I'm, I'm for more of it. I think that was a great game, and I, and I liked that it get it let me play the way I wanted to play it, and unlike a Souls game, which just punishes me for trying to play, um, I, I'd, I'd prefer one that gives me a little bit of an option in terms of how much of the story I prefer to have the focus and less on combat or whatever. So we'll see. Yes, it is Cameron Monaghan is the name of the character or is the name of the actor should give him full credit. He's not just some redheaded guy. He's got like, you know, he works. And he does do a good job. He's fine. He's a generic playing character, but he does a fine job of playing. It. Yeah, so he's fine. good on him. He's yeah. fine. We just call it Jedi Redhead because we can never remember the name of the damn game. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 coming to the Switch with restored content DLC to come later. Uh, this is the, let's see, who made, who made this second This one? was Obsidian. Obsidian, that's this right. one. Yeah. Um, funny enough, now a Obsidian, now a, uh, Microsoft joint, but I don't think mm. they're doing. I don't think they're doing the port on this. But anyway, that's coming to Switch. So if you really liked two, a lot of people do. Uh, two is the better game, but I, I'm curious what it's like with the restored content because the biggest problem with two is the story isn't as good. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic one story is awesome. Uh, Two is a much better game on the gameplay side. It has much more interesting characters, including uh, I still think there's a villain in Knights of the Old Republic 2 that Star Wars has yet to ever match as far as her perspective. And like you want a cool, dark Jedi. Knights of the Old Republic 2 has it for you because it basically takes this notion. I'll never forget it. Those games are so binary on their like light side, dark side choice. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where uh, a beggar comes up to you and is like, hey, man, can you just spare a couple of credits? And you get the typical Jedi, like, do you want to be light side and give him money or dark side and be like, ew, gross, bum, get away from me. Mm. Uh, you know, and you if you give him the credits, she goes, do you think you're being kind to that man? <laughs> and she's like, look at him. You've now put his status above the other beggars on the street. And you see him go running off with his money all excited. And someone else comes up and now asks him for some. And he goes to go away and he gets stabbed to death <laughs> and robbed from. And she said, this is what your mercy gives those people. Do wow. you really think you're bringing hope to them? Wow. And like, like restructures it in a way where you're like, Oh, I'm not good. I'm just feeling good about myself. And she basically calls you out on it. It's like, you're basically just giving yourself a pat on the back. And it was a cool character. Mm. Unfortunately, that game has a lot of content that's not in the game and the story kind of falls apart at the end, but I, I have never played it with the restored content that this DLC promises to put in. Yeah, long controversy on that. They've been years and years talking about how that was missing a ton of stuff the devs intended to have in there and uh, didn't get put in. So there's that. Uh, all right, let's talk about Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Hey you, hey you guys! What if Sonic made a game? What if what if Sonic Team made a game that's kind of Breath of the Wild and Sonic with Sonic in it? 
How would how would you how would you feel about a big open world with? I mean, I'm weirdly excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying, trying I to. I want to say no. I don't care about Sonic, but I watched the trailer because that's kind of my job, yeah. and I was like, pretty good. I know it looks like fun. <laughs> I kind of want to play it. Like I, I, when's the last time I played a good Sonic game? It's been so long. I just don't freaking remember. But something about this, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just feeling nostalgic. I tried to play Sonic Two the other day, just to, you know, like, hey, Sonic Two, I remember you. Hmm. Those games are hard to play. They're not great. Yeah, <laughs> they're rough. You know, this idea of running really fast is is great, but then just stopping dead stop because there's a wall there and you had no no way of avoiding it. I hate that feeling. Yeah, it's not good. I always thought Sonic would have played better. Like, do you remember the game Beautiful Joe? Yeah, the game was great. I always thought Sonic would play better like Beautiful Joe than like what they made. Oh, man. Where for speeding up, it's technically slowing down and you stay normal speed. Everybody else is slow. And, you know, I, I always thought those powers would map to Sonic really, really well. Yeah. They never did anything like that. They're always yeah. like, no, make him go so fast you can't do anything and you don't understand what's going on. Um, but this actually looks good. Yeah. I, I really am excited about, I don't know if I'll play it. I don't know if I'll buy it, but from, from a thing I was pretty sure I didn't care about, I watched that trailer and went, huh, maybe I'll check out Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> yeah. I'm weirdly drawn in by this. I don't know why I don't even like adventure. I hate adventure. And this is the, maybe the closest analog visually I can make to a Sonic game previously. But my favorite comment in the chat is, uh, Sir John Card says, so do Sonic's weapons break all the time? Yeah, his shoes fall off if you, <laughs> if you don't repair them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bo, would you play a Sonic game in 2022, three, whatever? No. Any interest? No? Okay. No. Like, I don't. I think the last time I played it was on actual Sega Genesis or something like that. Oh, my Lord. It's been a while. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I was not a Sega guy, so I didn't own one. Friends did, so I just tried it there, and then... Yeah, once you graduated to PC gaming, I kind of, you know. Left that all in the dust. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, there's only, yeah, it's just, I don't look down my nose at it. I just never really got back to liking, you know, the Nintendo stuff of my youth as an adult. You know, Nintendo Genesis IPs. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I own Zelda. I own Breath of the Wild. I still only played an hour of it. I haven't actually dug into it. Yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild is amazing, except the weapons break all the time, and I hate that. But we all know where I stand. I didn't play long enough for anything to break, so in my mind, it's a perfect game. (laughs) He's like, it got a stick, it was really strong, and uh, it was good. Yeah. Worth playing, though. That game. I found a bow and arrow and shot some... Are they goblins? Uh, They're kind of goblin-y, yeah. But I know they would call them some weird name, right? They're they're Libby Beebees. Moblins or something. Me (laughs) I like that. That's good. (laughs) Me Beebees. Me Beebees. That's really good. Nintendo games always give enemies weird names like Lactate or something. Yeah. Or Lactus, I mean. Lactate. Lactate. My least least favorite Pokemon was Lactate. Just I, I, I'm not making that up. There was a guy in Mario Super Mario Bros. One that sits in a cloud throwing spiky guys called Lakitu, right? Yeah, I think it's something like that. That like, sounds right. Why? My favorite was Birdo because he was kind of like a bird, <laughs> so they called him Birdo. 
Yeah, he's got eggs come out of his mouth just like birds. Like birds do, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know the last time you've seen a, a, a bird lay an egg, but they always come out of their mouths and straight yep. at you. Just, just fire. Loot, yeah. And they shoot him. Freaking birdo. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for the news. There's a lot. But uh, that doesn't mean there's not time for one of our uh, Ken Burns-inspired Dear Marthas, uh, which we're going to do right now. This is for Retro Game Magazine Letters. Uh, we've been doing that for a bit here. And I've really been enjoying them. So John dug up Game Pro issue 124 from January of 1999. And uh, John, anything special here? Just uh, Yeah, I got three of them. The the. Two at the end are pretty short, but this is called Martha's Revenge because my goodness is Martha go ham in these in these letters. Oh my gosh. I might have to do a different voice for her because like this Martha is not a friendly Martha. This Martha is sick of getting letters, clearly. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Let's find out now. My dearest Martha, I just heard about Electronic Arts' decision to cancel the controversial game Thrill Kill. And I believe EA is doing a serious disservice to free speech in the entire video game industry. Although EA is certainly within its rights not to publish a game that is now its property, imagine what kind of country this would be if this practice was adopted by other publishing industries. As a parent, I sympathize with those that want to keep objectionable material out of the hands of children. But I also view it as my responsibility to do so, not Washington's or Congress's or EA's. That's what being a parent is all about. More importantly, however, EA has single-handedly undone several years' worth of progress by hundreds of people who are fighting to keep the U.S. government from regulating the video game industry. EA has just told the U.S. Congress that a major video game publisher has no confidence in the voluntary game rating system. If it doesn't want to publish the game, fine. Sell it to someone that will. EA's actions have done nothing to further the cause of free and competitive video game market and everything to support the ignorant views of the policymakers in Washington already have of this business. Yours in this life and the next, B.T. Johnson. Oh, my gosh. I could spend less than five minutes with that human being and be fine with it. <laughs> it annoy the hell out of me. All right. Okay. So now we got an, a sweet false equivalency. Now we're going to find out what Martha had to say about it. My dearest B.T., we are talking about the same politicians who couldn't regulate Bill and Monica, right? Besides, in a country where any child can hear explicit details concerning a presidential love affair 24 hours a day, you'd think a violent video game wouldn't be such a hot topic. Yours forever, <laughs> Spicy Martha. <laughs> spicy Martha. Very spicy. Oh, man. She's just, she's pissed. All right. Not really pissed, just like not having any, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, and here's number two. Here's a big number two, everybody. Here you go. <laughs> My dearest Martha, Pokemon at school. Pokemon in the daytime. Pokemon in the nighttime. Pokemon in my dreams. Am I destined to live a life of Pokemon? Is there a cure? Yours in this life and the next. Metallica Boy 25. 
Tell me that's uh, real. That's real. Uh, I don't have to make them up anymore, but now everybody can see how accurate all of my made-up ones were. That's, oh, my uh, God. That's real? That's a Metallica Boy is real? Yeah, Metallica Boy 25. Is that right? Yep, Metallica oh Boy 25. God. Amazing. Okay, well, let's hear what Martha had to say. My dearest Metallica Boy 25. <laughs> yeah, there's a cure. Take a hot shower. Put on some clean clothes, walk outside, and get a life. <laughs> Yours forever, Bicey Martha. <laughs> wow. I'm blown away by Martha's responses to this stuff. Talk about just <laughs> discounting your listeners or your readers and just saying F off. It's great. All right. Well, here's big number three. My dearest Martha, I know how much you guys hate lists. I have only three questions to ask. Number one. Is there or is there not a Tomb Raider nudity code? (laughs) Number two. Is Resident Evil going to be available for the Nintendo 64? And number three. Will Warcraft 2 be available for the Nintendo 64? Yours in this life and the next. Nightwolf 38. I love this guy. That first question's a doozer. All right. Well, Martha probably had great advice. Let's hear it. Mighty is not Wolf 38. Again, you admit to knowledge of our infirmity, yet you assail us with your list. <laughs> well, number one, you wish. Number two, we wish. Number three, everyone wishes. Yours forever. <laughs> Spicy Martha. <laughs> oh, man. Was there a nudity code for that game? That's all bullcrap, right? That never existed. Yeah, that's all made up. Okay. That's all made up. I, re- something I, I remember discussion about that, and I remember thinking how stupid it was at the time. <laughs> anyway, whatever. 99, long time ago. Um, all right. Well done, everybody. Now, this. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for, games we played this week, I'm going to tear through a couple of things and then get to the meat of the subject where uh, all three of us are going to speak about one thing for a little bit, uh, and that is Diablo Immortal. We'll get to that in a second. I played a game I want everybody to know about because uh, I think it's really cool. Devolver Digital, once again, not leaving me out to dry. They make amazing games. They publish amazing games, and I've never been super unhappy with any game I ever got from those guys. And now add to that list Card Shark card shark and if you haven't been hearing about it or don't follow them on twitter or knew that this release was coming this is on steam and switch i got the steam version it's on sale right now for 16 bucks for their debut uh normally 19 i think it's 19 on the switch and uh it is one of the most unique indie games i've seen in a very long time there's a very 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 cool art style at play here it's set in um gosh like pre-turn of the century england yeah uh france it's in france oh france but but the era you have the era right it's kind of that era of you know hoity-toity and wigs and you know stupid looking pants and leggings and all that stuff no offense to that era but it's all pretty stupid looking but anyway that was the that was the deal (laughs) and uh this really captures it quite well with this amazing art style and animation and stuff it's just really really neat um uh, take on all that stuff but the entire game is about you cheating in card games to win bets earn money try not to get shot or discovered 
Um, there's even an Iron Man mode in this game. <laughs> so one kill and you're dead. Um, and the kill would come from somebody at the table going, sir, you are a charlatan. I've cheated at this game of cards. And he'll stand up and shoot you with a long pistol. Um, it's, uh, I'm not super deep in cause it just hit today, but I played enough to know that I love it. Um, so, so, an, um, during the tutorial, for example, you're this kind of quiet guy that works at this bistro and, there's somebody in there who calls you over and he's like, my good man, pour, pour me some wine if you would. And you pour him some wine and he starts to pull you into a scheme. And his scheme is the next guy he's going to play a game with. And by the way, you don't know what games they're playing. It's cards like face cards, but it's, you don't know what it is. It's not like it's poker. You're not actually playing the card game. You're just doing a lot of sleight of hand through game mechanics to cheat people around the table out of their money. And he mm. trained you how to do this. And it's hard to explain why I like it so much. It's like, it's, it's, first of all, it really leans into this tone of like this, this era of time and the table stuff. Like, I'll give you an example. He'll say, all right, what I want you to do is when I've given you the signal and here's what the signal will be, you'll go around behind one of the other players at the table and pour his wine for him, fill his wine. And I'm going to be the one that offers him, let me buy you a drink. Uh, good sir, having this card game with me. So your job will be to go around there and pour this wine. And while you pour it, you have to mechanically not over pour while you peek at the dude's cards. And then if you over pour, it'll make everybody suspicious. Like, why is he so nervous? Like, why is he freaking out? So you want to be careful about that. But you also have to eyeball while you're pouring, you got to eyeball behind this guy's uh, back you have to see that what 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 are the what are the suits he has the most of let's say it's diamonds then and you're trained how to do this by the by the guy once you've seen that he's got like four diamonds out of seven cards you know seven cards four diamonds are the prominent one your job is then to wash you know you're going around rubbing off tables just keeping the place clean you have to do a certain pattern on the table with your cloth to tell your guy that you're in cahoots with that it's diamonds. If you go counterclockwise, Ooh. it's clubs. If you go this way, uh, clockwise, it's um, the freaking spades. If you do up and down, it's diamonds or whatever. So you kind of have to remember what these things are. The, the mechanics make it so it's not impossible to just sort of figure it out. Um, but you don't want to screw it up too much or or suspicion starts to grow. And there's a suspicion meter on these guys, some of them. And if you pull it off right, he now knows what he's got. Therefore, he'll play a certain way and win. Um, and then you're going to get a chunk of the money. Uh, there's some Romani people that are all part of this that are kind of like your home base and they're giving you all kinds of tricks to learn, uh, and like card tricks and they teach you how to stack a deck and (laughs) how to to pull off stuff for what's that Rochambeau thing where you put three cards down and then mix them up. And then someone has to say, well, that's where the queen went and they lose money if they don't do it. I forgot the name of the the game. Yeah. This sounds so freaking cool it's I, very cool it's really i don't i right now it's just in my cart i'm not gonna immediately buy it because i can see this becoming a game pass game at some point mm-hmm. and well i don't know devolver stuff doesn't go to sometimes they're the yubo or you know or whatever it was last week that was um they're, okay there i might hold off because i'm playing lots of things but man this game sounds cool i yeah, like this, this 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 like everything about this is so my jam yeah. it's yeah. lying deception it's got a hoity-toity story like I, I, I yeah 
This, this looks really, really good. It's really, really good. Cool. Yeah, you you brought really... a winner to the table, Scott. Yeah. We're both on board. Oh my god! Yeah. I, think, I think I think you guys would love it. Um, I immediately called like everybody. It's, I, it's basically like an RPG where you do nothing but sleight of hand skill checks. It seems like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That is exactly what it feels like. You feel like you're doing sleight of hand constantly, and you literally are. And one thing I will say. Uh, use a, use a um, controller. It's really best with that. It'll work with a mouse and keyboard, and it's fine. Of course, on Switch, you'll be using a controller anyway. You, but you just need you need fine controls, so the graduated response on a exactly. controller is probably better. Than, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's some timed hits, and some of it's kind of not time. What's the word I'm thinking of? Not not like um, not like Chris Redfield punching a rock. Not like that, but. You know, there's some so things there's you want ti- to time ti- some timing things you have to do. Yeah, some of it, but not all. Like, because that's how, like, if you're being a card sharp, like, you know, you gotta, you're, you're trying to move a card from the middle of the deck to the bottom of the deck without anyone seeing, but them staring at your hands. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to be able to do that real quick. Yeah, you absolutely do. And and when you do, it it seems strange at first, but it's very intuitive. It's also a lot of dialogue stuff, not a ton, but a lot of like you answering this guy and, and making decisions that are also very RPG like. Um, I I I found it to be just. Is it fully voice acted or no? Uh, some of it, not all of it. Uh, most okay. of the there's a lot of like the guys saying a, a phrase, and you go and he'll go hmm yeah. Oh, okay, it's one of those. Yeah. One of those, which I kind of like. Um. As you can see, this is that part where you're learning how to say, oh, I'm, he has all hearts. So now I watch the way I'm doing the thing. And there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff early on that's just really innovative. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I look at the list of how many potential tricks there are. There is a ton of stuff that I'm not even cracked open yet. It also taught me two card tricks that my whole, for my whole life I've never understood how they got done. This game kind of oh, tells yeah. you how it got done. <laughs> like, I, it's I can, awesome. This I can, game, no, this game looks. This is exactly what I'm talking about. When it's like game video games, it's not that I'm anti-violence. I love ultra-violent things, but it's like all we can think of to do the live long day is make games about slicing people in half. Yeah, and I like you know games that find a way to make a magical experience out of unlikely things. Mm-hmm. That that are just every bit a, a, a glorious experience as as one of those games. Like I'm looking at it. Like I feel like I'm looking at it right here. Like oh man, this is this is exciting. It is really cool. It's a it's a sleight of hand simulator. That is. I'm really glad you put it that way because that is 100 percent what this is. Yeah, but it's it's the whole enchilada. Like it's not it's not just like let's simulate some card tricks. It's like, it seems like there's a narrative. Oh yeah. Big time. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm hopefully not overhyping it based on what I'm seeing, but it seems like there's a buildup. We're going into this parlor. Cause it's also says it's about learning secrets about yep. the kingdom. Yep. So it's about also prying information out of rich people while doing it. So oh, maybe yeah. you're purposely tilting someone. So they reveal something to you and that's the real reason you're there. And I'm like, this is it's all about lies deception as well so yeah, i'm like yeah. oh this is so good and the style art style uh, really working for me oh big time it's that, that it's part really, really blew my mind me. i wasn't sure what i was gonna i thought it would just be kind of minimalist or whatever but it's yeah. it's not it's actually uh, it's a really cohesive style a style that fits what they're doing it fits the era the the kind of style of the time um it, it's something else i really really dig it this is easily on this list of short list of indie games at the end of the year. I will have to seriously consider for my indie game of the year because this one, this is just yeah, doing stuff this. I've never seen I, a game. I do. want this like now. I want this now. Yeah, sixteen bucks. It's cheap. 
on Steam. Yeah. Controller friend, very controller friendly. You can play with a mouse and keyboard though. In fact, the video I'm looking at right now, the guy is literally doing that. So it's, it's totally playable, but it's one of those games where the beginning, the, the prompt says, we rec- we highly recommend you use a controller for this thing. And, and I, I think they're right too. Cause it's, 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 it's great that way. Anyway, very cool game. Uh, can't say enough about it. Again, the name is Card Shark. That's oh my for, God, it looks beautiful, man. Oh, yeah, just, that's so good. It. That's really cool. I play it so bad. Yeah, you'll like it. I also played loads of Shipbreaker, level 16 or something like that. I'm doing the big <laughs> ships now. I got, the, I got the big geckos and I got my first haunted ship. And uh, they also introduced uh, the radiation stuff. A lot of these things I saw in early access, but they weren't integrated into the story. This is now all story-based stuff, and it's very. I really like how they're handling that. Uh, Shipbreaker, you've heard me all rave about it. I love that game. It's on Game Pass now. It's on Steam. I love it. I love it. So I'm playing that. Oh, I blew the shit out of myself yesterday. I should tell you about this. So there was what? a... Is this related to Shipbreaker? Yeah, it's a Shipbreaker. Oh, yeah. Just a fun anecdote that you're going to share with everybody. I should should clarify. So I was in this, they have these new big um, jet tube things where you have to disconnect the fuel lines and then fly out, kind of float all the way into the rear of the thing and turn off the fuel lines because that's the only place you're going to find the switch. It's actually really inconvenient of a design, but it's fun in the game. And then it makes this big thing split apart. Mm. And I got very unlucky with a particular moment where I forgot I had a fuel canister floating around in there that I thought I got rid of it just floating. And I popped this thing open. It it, the, the force of it explodes. The canister shoves everybody in a weird direction. And I'm in there bouncing around going, well, I can't tell where I'm at because I'm inside of an enclosed space. I pop my head out just long enough to see that me, all the ship bits and everything is being sucked into the incinerator, and there is no getting out. So I, got, <laughs> I got pulled into there, burned up. It was great. <laughs> That's it was awesome. Amazing game. The That's game is so story, good. Actually. I freaking well, love that game. Chore core game of the decade. That's how on the job accidents happen. Everything's safe. You're working great. Then, oops. Yep. One little oversight, and yep, that brick falls on your head. Never know what's going to happen. All right, so there's that. And uh, that's awesome. that's, that'll be no surprise to anyone who's heard me talk. That game's great. All right, Diablo Immortal. Let's get to it. Came out on phone uh, today on PC. The phone version hit on Tuesday? Monday. Tuesday? Tuesday, I think. It was like a whole other day you had to wait. Uh, yesterday. Was it launched on mobile yesterday, which was early, because June 2nd, today, was supposed to be its launch. Oh, right. Yeah, they did phone early. Yeah, that was okay. You're right. That is exactly it was just this right. random thing. They're like, "Hey, it's live. <laughs> Let's yeah. go." And yeah, was that like, was oh, weird. Okay, so I got the phone version as quick as I could. I installed it. I started playing it. Um, I'll tell you, you my my first my first impressions are uh, that is a as far as a, a mobile game goes, it's probably the best presented polished mobile game I've seen in quite a while. Or plenty of other good polished mobile games, but this one looks really good. You can tell they took all the time in the world to make it look great on a phone and play well on a phone. I think the touchscreen stuff actually is really intuitive and good. Um, I tried with my backbone. That also worked really well. And I tried with a synced controller on an iPad. That also worked really well. Um, all of that stuff seemed good. The voice acting is better than Diablo 3's. Uh, the graphics, I think, are a bump up from Diablo 3's, at least on that small screen. Um, 
what else? Uh, all of those things are good. Man, and the gameplay's fun. Man, did I run into a lot of, hey, you did great on that last mission. Here's a deal on a package of things that'll cost you $5. That's usually nine. You want to do that? Mm-hmm. No, I just want to play Diablo. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll play Diablo. Okay, I'll play Diablo for a while longer. Ah, uh, well done. You killed Leoric. You killed King Leoric again. You remember him? He's cool. Uh, while you're at it, you know, these this 18 different currencies are available to you for a slight discount because you beat the Leoric. Like, mm-hmm. it's really... How do I put this? I had re- I had really hoped that it was going to be less of that and more cosmetic or more you know the engine definitely has better zoom into your character and armor looks better and you know those things are there so i really was hoping that would be where they want me to go with money and i'm happy to do that in a lot of cases or maybe a a decent or a better battle uh what's it called battle pass Mm -hmm. and they do have that i would argue they do that's right they have two um they have battle pass and the boon of something or other. Yeah. So they actually, they actually, have, they doubled up on the subscription fees. Yeah. So all of that is very disheartening for me um, because I was, I don't know what I was, I don't know what I was expecting and everyone should say, Hey Scott, what'd you expect? Um, they're making a mobile game. They need to make money with it. And I understand that and I get it and they will, they're going to make a ton of money. They're going to do not a good argument. That's not a good argument. I agree, but they're going to make a bunch of money. They, they are going to achieve their goal. I'm just don't think my goals for what I like about Diablo align with their their goals. That's like saying I can manage my addiction. Why can't you manage yours? Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's not like I yeah. can handle my alcohol. It's like you know, yeah. yeah. It's fundamentally a bad thing, and just because it's not so bad for you and not impacting your life doesn't mean it's it's yeah. overall. It feels egregious. To, like when I heard they yeah. were putting off putting it out in certain parts of the world because those parts of the world have rules against loot boxes and other. Mm-hmm. predatory uh game practices i went oh that's weird is it that bad it can't be that bad yeah it's kind of that bad like it's 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 one of it's a gotcha game it's just it's it's 10 on 10 bad and the thing like you know i've seen some comments in there it's not quite as in your face that's how it works it's the game's like mobile game it's not in your face at first yeah I would I would argue this game is in your face. Uh, I, I, John's going to launch the nuclear to tactical nuke, so we'll let him go last <laughs> in, on this uh, jam sesh here. But um, yeah. let's say let's say I sort of agree with your comments, and I would say it's both a ten on ten mobile game. It's not a ten on ten PC game, but no. it's a ten on ten mobile game with a zero on ten game layered on top of it, because as far as the controls, you you got to crank it up to sixty frames per second. Mm-hmm. It's fun. This is Diablo. Yeah. It looks like Diablo three. It's it, it works. Plays really it's good. Pretty, yeah, the levels are short, yeah. but my expectations are different for mobile. For a sit in the crapper line bed kind of game, mm-hmm. it's as good as it gets. Yeah, and just chewed Diablo, my battery up uh, though. That sixty it, frames per second ate my battery, and then heated yeah. my phone up to the point that I could actually warm myself with my phone. Yeah. Was, you got you got to keep it plugged in for sure. Yeah, but um, it's a ten on ten game and. It might be pretty standard for mobile stuff, but that doesn't get a pass for me. Like I quit Lost Ark, I quit Black, I quit lots of games I like because of these things. I don't see how it's any different here. Yeah. In fact, it's a little worse. Um, I think the screen's super cluttered. I think there's some points where there's so much text and boxes on my screen, and I can't figure out how to close them at certain points. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. It's it, I, it's Diablo, and they got to put that in, and you got to make concessions for it. But I, I don't. You know, some, when some of 
when I finish a level, and you already said this already, but and I get a notification tab and I click it, and it's like, you know, congratulations, you passed the, the dead marches. Would you like to buy the to spend a dollar thirty nine on some space point? By the way, tons of different types of space points, hilts. You got gems, way or too many. You got it's in order to do nephilim rifts with any kind of modifiers. You can pay. You can get a free one a day, and then pay for the modifiers to get. It is ten on ten awful. Uh, and it's a critical fail in my mind. Like if I had to give it a rank, I, I was in, by one hand enjoying it so much, and the other hand hating it that this is a zero out of ten game. That's a great way this of putting a, it. That's what I was so annoyed by. Because I was having fun. I am enjoying this game mechanically, yeah. moment to moment gameplay, kill stuff, achieve things, pick stuff off the ground, all of that. It's Diablo, and it feels great. And I actually think it's a hell of a job putting that on a phone and making it feel right. They did yeah. that. They did it. And then they coated it in the boogers. Yeah. And these boogers. All over with the boogers. All over. And it's immersion breaking. Like, I get that this game isn't like um, Horizon Zero Dawn where it's super immersive. But there is a level of immersion when you get in your Diablo zone. And to have that shit pop up and remind you, by the way, we're trying to make money here, bro. You want to spend some? uh, Is is rage inducing for me. Like, I was going from, yeah, I like this, to like, ah, get this. And then... When I realized there was two battle passes, also was a breaking point for me. I'm like, okay, battle pass, I get it. I can live with a battle pass. I'm, I I want to pay a sub fee for a lot of games. I am cool with the sub fee. I'm cool with cosmetics. Same. I am cool with a space point currency or two. But we're, I think there's like five space. You know, you can upgrade your gems. You can upgrade your armor pieces. Uh, they charge for everything, and yeah, it's not in your face. Um. But it is, I think when I end the zone and a ad pops up, that's in your face. It's in your <laughs> that's face. That's super immersion face. breaking. Because yeah. I'm not thinking about, what's Decker Kane up to? I'm thinking about, should I buy these 60 hilts? Was that going to help me do something? Um, Don't you think a, that's part I, of the problem? I, like if, I had a, if I was in a publication of note, I would be, it would be 0 out of 10. Oh, in spite of the 10 are, of the yeah. 10 aspects, this is for a prestigious... PC first kind of company, and I get that they can do other stuff, but for the pedigree of high quality games that they have, this is a huge blemish on what that brand means. Now, I think the reason it is, the reason it's a blemish for me is, and, and you've basically described why, but it is because they went 10 out of 10 on so much of this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's at odds with their business plan that they had to, it felt like they had to do. It, it, to the point that, like, usually with a game on mobile that does a lot of egregious stuff, too many currencies, always bugging you, energy systems, all that stuff, I usually can say, well, it's this kind of game. It even looks like that kind of game. So pff, I get it. They do these mm-hmm. things, and I won't be here long anyway or whatever. The The quality on display here is top-notch. Like, really, yeah. really good. Give credit it's where not, it's due. It's yeah, a high-quality beautiful like, Blizzard entry. Hundred percent. The, the voice acting critical, is amazing. You know, it's like, a critical fail. Like I, yeah. I'm playing V Rising. Cost me twenty bucks. It's way more fun and better than this piece of shit game. Like it is absolutely. It's an absolute trash. It's a trash fire, and that's how they get you. Oh, they make the game good. Yeah. So they like. I love Lost Ark. I want to keep playing it. It's a trash fire, and like that. This that's what this is. And I get that a lot of people can control their addictions, but I. 
I, I, I know lots of people who can smoke pot every day, who can drink all the time, and I don't have problems. And, and maybe that's you when it comes to these kinds of games. It's not me. I'll be up to four in the morning. I, the Diablo title got me in through the door, so I'm playing it, and now it's going to be a bit of a challenge to uninstall it for me. Mm-hmm. And and I, even the same with Catalyst Black, which we talked talk last week. I've been staying up too late because I don't play those games in the day. I play them at one in the morning when I go to bed, and then I turn it on, and then I make poor financial decisions at two in the morning. So, you know, that's just me. I can't help that. So, and I'm not the only one that, that, that has problems like this. So it's, and it's done intentionally. It's done that way for the whales to pay your way. So you might be playing free to play, but overall it's a poor social good. And for a company that every voice matters, players come first, treat everyone with respect. Why are we making a con man games? Uh, sorry, like greasy mo- trailer boys, greasy trailer park boys, greasy money. At least labeled it. At least money. calls it That's greasy. The, money. One thing I can respect about it is that they literally like <laughs> advertise that it's just trying to separate you from your money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, that's what this is. I'm sorry. The game's going to be really good and you're going to feel favorable about it, but this is not a good direction for the industry to be going in. I want to pay my $60. I want to pay my sub fee. I'm okay with cosmetics, but you got to draw a line somewhere. And this is absolutely awful. Yeah. Bums uh, me out. Cause I, game. here's the other reason sorry. it bums me out. I know people in that team, uh, specifically the mobile team who made this game, who whose job it was not to worry about the financial end of it, not to worry about microtransactions or currencies or any of that. That wasn't what they cared about. What they cared yeah. about was making a really great playable game. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the delay on this thing and the quiet months of nothing about it or years even uh, wasn't just an internal back and forth of that's too much. This is too but yeah, but we have to, but we don't have to, but aren't we trying to make a great game first? And then this other, but I can just feel it coming off of it. I can feel that conflict and you know, it's probably just me, but I can definitely feel it. Uh, John, have you prepared your, your, your comments on this? Oh, I, real quick. Sorry. Real quick before you go. I almost, I forgot to mention this. So we, I think all of us, John in particular has played it on PC. I tried it in both. Um, I will say that all of my impressions of positivity about how good it looks on a phone or a tablet and how well it plays there, pl- the playing of it part, the the translation to the big screen and it's beta. So, you know, take that for whatever is no good. It's just like a, a blown up version of the phone game. They didn't really do anything to make it PC optimized. It runs kind of ugly and crappy there. From my experience, um, I didn't. I do not like how it plays on the PC. All right. So that being said, John, what do you think? So uh, I guess to start, I, I don't think I'm going to be as nuclear as Bo. Um, uh, Bo said John's going to be nuclear. I think my I think my reaction is pretty expected. I don't like mobile games. I never have. I don't anticipate <laughs> that that's. I don't anticipate no. that that's going to change in the near future. Yeah. I don't like multiple currencies. I would rather pay for a game and have it play well and not be a shitty designed game to try and just take money from me. Uh, you know, I think that the people who get suckered in by mobile games and throw money at it, you know. Y- if that's what you're into, you keep doing it. You know, that's for you. It's not for me. I've identified that. Um, and so think- when Diablo Immortal got announced, I 
was very clear. I'm not interested in playing it. You guys were like, oh, you're going to play it. You're going to play it. I was like, no, I'm not going to play it. I don't want to play it on my phone. Um, and well, basically my, my two, my two problems with it are, I don't play mobile games in general. And I don't like, I think mobile games by the way they're designed and monetized are bad video games, uh, almost universally across the board with very few exceptions. And when they announced that it was going to be coming to PC as well, I said, I would try it because that removes one of the initial barriers for me, which is. Now it is not a game on the phone. Now it's a game I can play on my PC. So that is how I looked at it. So there's going to be people, when you hear what I think of the game, that are going to say, well, that's because it's a mobile game. That's fine. I didn't play it on mobile. I played it on the PC, which is a version of the game that they are just as happy to take money from you for playing on as anywhere else. So... Mm when I say things like I don't like the camera position, everything's too big and cluttered and awkward. And I think it's weird. You can say, well, that's for the mobile devices. I don't give a shit. It looks awful. It looks atrocious. I'm way I mean, too com- close to the character and yeah. I don't like how it looks and feels. You You'd can, rather play Diablo say, three, right? Right. Just it immediately made me go. I wish I could play Diablo three. The UI is way too cluttered. Um, again, for mobile, I don't care. On the PC, it was way too cluttered. Um, I don't like the way things control. Like, I didn't make it to the egregious, like, pay things, although I did see the currency. Um, you know, and I, I saw that and was like, oh, I'm going to hate this, but I'm not to it yet. I'm still in the beginning. Yeah, still uh, in the I, I think at a base level, I'm going to disagree with everybody. I think the game's bad. On the PC, might be revolutionary on mobile. But when it comes to PC game experiences, I've had a lot better than what I played on Diablo Immortal. It's played better. It's looked better. It's felt better. Like getting your loot and opening your inventory and having to click the loot and then click equip instead of just like right clicking the gear and putting it on Mm -hmm. is cumbersome and obnoxious. It's perfect. Like that's a great example. Cause that that, way for phone, right? That, that example is a great one because on the phone, it's a really good interface for how they've chosen to handle inventory. It works great, but you blow that up on a screen and almost none of the things that work well on mobile work well in that direct translation. I'm, I'm shocked the game isn't, I thought they would at least do something to make it PC. Well, just make ready. it play like Diablo three. Like the menus for the PC version are like Diablo three because it's Diablo three. Yeah, like, don't yeah. change any of it. That's all good stuff. But it's they really did. weird. It's just, a, it's just a port. I would argue that the menu system is not that great on mobile too. Like, I think it's okay. It works better because you can touch it, but it's there are so many menus. Like, I have to go to the equip screen, press the equip button. I have to destroy it manually. Like I it was over when I was playing even on PC today, but while we started up the show, I had lots of stuff in my inventory, too much to pick things up. And you know, when you do that, you just kind of toss them on the ground really quickly and it's no big deal. But there I had to click each item, click destroy, click each item, click destroy. And you know, I'd have to do that with my thumbs too. I don't want to do that. I just want to swipe them out real quick. Like so- a, it's like it's like it, rather than do a remaster or a remake, it's kind of it's a bit of a demake of Diablo three in some respects. So and, when I first uh, launched yeah, this game, sad. it looked 
awful on the PC. Yeah. It, it just it's only bad. a simple everything, yeah, everything was blown up again, obvious reasons. And I was like, oh, where's the settings to this? And I got to the main menu where it says tap to start. And I was like, well, that's clearly not for me, but whatever. It says tap to start. I know it's a mobile game, whatever. Uh, and I was like, all right, settings. And it's like, do you want to repair the installation? I went, no. <laughs> and then, so I clicked another button and I'm just clicking buttons, looking for settings. There's no sign of it. This is the beta, so you could say, like, well, maybe more PC optimizations are going to come. Maybe it is going to eventually get to a better place on PC. That could be. Um, I'll tell you what I'm hearing about the monetization stuff means that I'm not going to play this game. I have, I have no interest or desire to play it, even if they fix the PC. I don't like, I don't like most of this game. Like, my experience with the game part of it was not great it wasn't awful and i could see if you're playing it on the phone like this is probably a pretty cool experience yeah. for phone games if you like that i, think I don't the, like it though yeah. so yeah I, I think it's a big no on the support, game <laughs> to support what you're saying in a broader context too is that um because some people are like you know the chat room i can't see the name but uh, roper is like am i crazy for liking it no man like if you like a game like you like a game just setting aside the microtransaction controversial issue just say just look at the good parts of the game it's good for a mobile mobile game but if you're a gaming enthusiast you're listening to the show i don't know like probably you're looking at console stuff you're looking at PCs like you have a lot of you have a Nintendo Switch that's like I have one sitting by my bed. There are hundreds of better gaming experiences that this should not beat out a lot of the stuff that you probably have pending. I assume right now in this day and age, everyone has hundreds of games on their radar that are just that are just better yeah. than this. Like, like the the thing about a company like Blizzard, it's like they're gunning for the number one spot with their releases. That's what I always felt about their esports and how they ended up failing is they stopped gunning to be number one. Mm. And and this is not an att- I realize it's a mobile thing and they're doing it, but it's like it's with Blizzard quality. This is not gunning for number one. This is gunning for the hundredth rung uh, for a multinational company, and that's how we all sort of that's our relationship with Blizzard, and that's changing. Um, in terms of the products they're releasing, well, it's also I'd it's play, at odds. I'd with rather themselves. be playing V Rising. I'd rather be playing Solasta. Any number of games that have less polish, right. that are nailing it harder. I don't have time for all of them. So this, the proposition is, I'm not going to spend time with those to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, and I go, I no, there's no way. Yeah. But when this, Diablo 3 released, there was nothing I wanted to do more than play Diablo 3 because it was the best. In, I liked it a lot. It was the best thing going. I love, dude, and Diablo 3 is still it. one of my favorite games ever uh-huh. made, and I played it today because I didn't like what was happening on my PC version of Immortal. I played I played 3 for 3 hours or something. It's a better yeah. game. It's just a better experience. And look, you're not neither of you are wrong about anything you, you've said, and I would just add this. Blizzard is at odds with themselves with the way this may be the way the industry is moving. Okay. And I feel for them in that regard. And let's put aside, look, we're going to get emails going, what about all the harassment? We've talked about that. We're putting that aside for just a second. Not that it isn't important. It is, it always is. But if you just look at this from the perspective of what is, what is the pedigree? The pedigree is incredibly polished, well thought out gameplay first experiences that blow everybody's minds and, be end up being number one sheer just purely out of just because they are because they're that good 
This is now a company trying to still do that. And in some ways, Diablo Immortal is a revolution on the phone in that regard. Graphically, tonally, presentation. There's some stuff there that's really genuinely awesome. And then it's just, I just think it's at odds with this other thing. Because the other thing doesn't want that. The other thing, the movement of this microtransaction, mobile world, whatever... It doesn't want what that is, and that doesn't want what that is. So those two things are never going to gel. They're just so not going to gel. We talked about it last week too, with all these company mega companies going the mobile route. Because why make it? Why try to make a good game and have all the content creators earn a living shitting on it for two weeks? You know what I mean? Like right. Like that's a whole yeah, yeah whole other aspect of this. That is yeah, I, I, I like you know Diablo Four still is coming, but like that's that's just a big open question. There have been a lot of changes to that team. I, I don't know. I, they might release a good game and it still could get shit on because that's like that's a that's a genre on YouTube. <laughs> that's a category of channel on YouTube, basically. Right. It's just you know like they'll do it either way, mm. and that will impact our perception of the game and how it's received and where people choose to go to spend their time because they have so many options for online play and stuff. So I don't know. We'll judge Diablo Four when it comes out, but setting aside the mobile stuff, like. I take the Diablo three X pack, please. Like I give you sixty dollars for just more Diablo three. Like, oh, and a heartbeat. And, and nobody, no, I never asked for this. I feel like Adam Jensen is like nobody wanted this really. And like, I guess I don't like using this because I think it's kind of a shitty internet slang. But liking this is kind of copium. Like, it, it's just it's big time cope. I think mm. in terms of, I think there's definitely an element of that. Like, yeah. here's the thing: you're either okay with being a a, a mobile game player and you know that system and you know it's hierarchy i know i'm not like and it's fine for people that are like you know what i like playing mobile games i do think that people get a little weird with their defense of it they're like it's not that bad i think that's such a stupid argument trying to watch my language because i get fired up about this i think that's such a let's not attack the wonderful people who listen we love you all you don't care what you No, they deserve it it's they play mobile (laughs) games they're used to getting attacked they think it's love (laughs) um it's their their love language they're like oh john's just speaking the language to me like Uh it's such a stupid take to be like it's not that bad it doesn't have to be any bad like it it's only that bad and worse because people continue to allow it and if you're okay with it that's fine like what you like i'm not going to play a mobile game they make intentionally shitty games to try and get money out of you because they give you the game for free it's it's exactly the way drugs are peddled it's fine and you can say it's the wave of the future maybe it's not a future I'm going to be playing games in. So I, no, it, I don't care. I don't on care. VR is the, the future. You know, that other thing you really hate VR. Uh, that's the future. I don't care what the wave of the future is. I'm, I'm in the here and now. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to worry about what practices are. I just need to tell you what I like and don't like right this moment yeah. and right this moment. I don't want a game telling me best value by this currency to play this i just i'm not interested in it it's not worth my time and as a pc game which is how i played this game because i knew i wasn't going to like the mobile game this game is not good and that's yeah, not that's good. it yeah, yeah. yeah. i good. agree it's good. got it's too it, bad it's it, a shame it's crying shame because there's good stuff in it let me tell you what could have worked for me if they t- let's say this game was just a premium game they'd never do this but let's just say in a weird world this was 1999 on a phone 
and it was a phone game. And hey, everybody, Blizzard made a phone game. It's a premium game. And none of this stuff was in there. It was just a good, strong campaign, a bunch of characters to play through and spec out, and a bunch of stuff to do. John's still not going to ever play that because he didn't like the mobile the mobile format. But I would, and I would have really yeah. enjoyed that. I would have played that and loved it. No I got problem, no problem well, with handheld games. Like, so this is what something I wanted to point of order you for discussions of the future. You use the term mobile game as a term of art. I don't play mobile games because of certain reasons. But as a Black Desert player, as a Lost Ark player, like those are mobile games, but they're PC games. Like, like when you were talking about mobile games, we're actually talking about something specific because I know you would play, you have a Switch, don't you? Like you would play something in your hands. <laughs> I know you would. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I know if I put yeah. something in your hands, you'd play with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> orc, yeah. orc massage uh-huh. is just orc a massage. game that pops into my head. For I know you'd play mobile orc uh-huh. massage, you know, but it, it's – I lost my train of thought. I'm just saying the mobile No, I know thing. what you're saying it, is that it's not universally it, mobile. Right? These things exist right. on consoles mm-hmm. as well. I I, the problem is, is I also don't like the term gotcha. Like it's a case of like mechanics – I don't like gotcha because then all of a sudden your conversation turns into, well, how bad is it gotcha? And it's like, shut up. I don't want to have that conversation. (laughs) I'm not interested in it. You and I both know a shitty game when we see it. A game can be free and not be predatory at the same time. A game can be free and not be in your face at the same time. There there are ways that games can sell these things. We all know what we're talking about it, but we, we tend to get hung up on this language and what is good, what is bad, how how good is this, how bad is this. At the end of the day, I know it when I play it, and most of the time, they're bad. Like yeah. I can think of very few exceptions where I have been okay with a game consistently coming off uh, after my money in the way most of these games, be they mobile games, gotcha games, whatever you want to call them. The best thing uh, Blizzard ever did that in that regard, I think was heroes of the storm. It was the right balance of what you paid for and how you play that game and what you got for free. And, and I don't remember ever having a problem with the way that was arranged. I don't have a problem with the way Fortnite does it. I don't have a problem with the way, um, uh, I think I Apex spent like a thousand dollars on heroes of the storm, by the way, you what now? Sorry. I think I probably spent like a thousand dollars on Heroes. Oh of the yeah, Storm. but but you did it because you, you found Over the, the years, value so. where you found the value, and and we all did, and and you know any of these. I mean, games, I gave a company a thousand dollars. Yeah, I, it's not an investment, but I'm like, you know, we're giving you money, and then you do do this. You know, I'm, I was kind of hoping it would go different. I well, clearly still had. But, I, I mean, I still had issues with some of the things heroes did it it got into the multiple currency thing and there's you know when you have to convert your money into space bucks you know oh is mysteriously always balance in your account weird Weird. how it never seems to line up properly (laughs) like there's certainly some stuff that wasn't good there but there is a difference um there is a difference to me between that and and what i'm hearing out of diablo immortal but Everybody makes their own decisions. You're all adults, maybe. I mean, there might be some kids listening. I don't know. But uh, you're all probably adults. You can go out and for free decide on your own what you think about it. Go decide for yourself. I think the game is not very good as a PC game. I'm not going to play it on mobile. You can go find out. It doesn't cost you anything. It's easy. You don't need us to tell you. I mean, I have a high. I have some tolerance for it. I'll pay. I'll battle passes. Okay. I'll do cosmetics. I'll deal with a reasonable amount of space points. Mm-hmm. TCGs 
get kind of a pass for me. I won't invest heavily in them anymore, but I will play them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this is one of those ones where literally upgrading your armor takes space points, upgrading your gems costs space points, getting better rifts costs space points. Like there there is so much indirect tied to progression and power in this game that um, I just I, on principle. It's not even this, to me. It's this not, system is taken out of game organic gameplay systems. This this could have been something I could right, run organically. Right, that's my problem. But, that's my biggest. So problem. you're directly in, enriching your monetary side by starving. There's no mana bars in this. They're like, well, we're too busy making you know systems for the store. Let's get rid of the mana bar. Like, why would mana the mana bars of Diablo three were some of the coolest things because they were all original and neat. It's not in here. Yeah. I don't. I didn't ask for that to go away. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even mind it being full cooldowns. Like I, again, the gameplay is a good mobile experience. It's sure. just, that's a, it, that's a, that's a picky thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I did notice it for sure, but, 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 but yeah, at the, at the end of the day, what I want out of a game like this is I just don't want to be looking down the barrel of, well, if you had paid, you could do that. Like, I wouldn't even call it pay to win. A lot of people are going, oh, there's Clint games, so pay to win. I'm like, well, I don't know what you're actually winning when you pay. You so, so win the thing, they're, they're, they're making this to make money. So for, for the people in the back of the room who are like, I've played this forever and I didn't spend a dime, they're happy to have you. But they're not there to just make the game for free as some benefit. They are no. going to get their money from someone or they're going to shut it down. Yeah. And 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 the game is not over. It's not launched and done. There is going to be a new carrot every 2 months. They're going to be at, they're going to be cycling things that you want. They're going to be adding new dungeons. They're going to find a way to get you or they're going to stop making this game. And what I'm saying is maybe they don't ever get a lot of people and it is a failure. Is this game good enough to play without having putting any money into it? I don't I don't think so. Like from what I'm seeing, like everywhere it, there there is markers and hints. I see things for hilts that cost money. I see things to upgrade gems that cost money. I see things uh you know to get extra modifiers on my uh Nephilim rifts. Like I can do Nephilim rifts in Diablo 3 and all it doesn't cost me anything and that's it's fun. So like I just I don't understand the appeal of this game. It's going to be for people who don't think they're gamers because they play games. Like there's that whole cast of people who like play games, but don't consider themselves gamers and then just spend money. Like, and then there's the sick people who are just going to spend money because they love Blizzard so much that they don't care and they can afford it. Who, no big deal. Like there are people out there who can drop 10 grand on a game and not feel it, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's for them. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, there's so many experiences. I don't see why the quality of any game I experience has to suffer for, for this, especially from Blizzard of all companies, yeah, and and you know that might be my own baggage that I'm bringing into the company, projecting onto it. That obviously it's not doing, but we've all got is, a bit of that. Yeah, I it's understand. poo. It's just poo, and it's, it's not good enough to warrant it. So I mean, have fun. I'm not gonna. Uh, John will be judgy. Uh, I think you're all wonderful people, and I wish you the best <laughs> in your lives. And yeah. play what you want to play, Don't man. Don't put not- words in my mouth. <laughs> you, didn't you just tell people to suck it like five minutes ago? No, basically? I said that people who who have that particular take, I think it's a stupid one. Yeah. I have stupid takes. 
Yeah. I have stupid takes all the time. We just talked about how I said that uh, the Jedi redhead Jedi game was going to be awful. And I said it for weeks and weeks and then I played it and then was sad that you guys didn't play. I was like, well, I was the only one who played it. Well, maybe because I was the only one complaining about it like a big dummy because I thought it was going to be horrible and ended up being awesome. Mm-hmm. I railed against the Doom re-release. I thought that game was going to be stupid as hell. It's one of my favorite games ever made. I have stupid takes all the time. So if people out there who like mobile games and keep looking for stupid excuses on why it's okay and typing them in chat don't like that I said their take was stupid, then, well, okay, don't hold me accountable for my hundred stupid takes I have an episode either, I guess. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to be nice to our listeners. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and, it's, I, and like, there's some baggage associated with this. I just feel like we've gone hard on, on dumpstering, particularly mobile games and things we don't like. And I'm, so this week I sort of approached this episode with like, I want to, you know, just make an effort to be a little more positive. Mm-hmm. And then Diablo Immortal comes out and, you know, shits all over <laughs> the bed. Really I'm just like, oh, I, you know, like. It's so funny so, that we're having yeah. this conversation about this and how predatory it feels from Blizzard. But then on the other hand, I am still playing Catalyst Black. I liked your recommendation. I think that game is good. I'm oh. I'm mad at that game because my, my backbone doesn't work with it. I'm pissed at I'm it. I'm still going to play Diablo. Like, the problem, that's the problem with these games is I hate it and I'm still going to find myself drawn to it and it's going to take some effort to uninstall it and I don't know how long that's going to take. Yeah. Hopefully before I actually spend some money. Yeah. Like that's the sickness I'm describing. I will sit here and tell you on, on a pedestal publicly, I don't like this game and yet I still will play it. I did it with Lost Ark. You guys all watched me do it. Let's grapple with my morality and, and, and what I want to do. Yeah, that was like a real time. Yeah, we got the nice Same with Black Desert years ago if you were listening to the show. It's, 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 and if you want for me to see the difference for me, I have a Nintendo Switch lying by my bedside every night. You think I stay up late playing that thing? No, I'm pretty, I don't want to play Switch. I don't (laughs) feel like Zelda. No problem. But I'll lay there and be like, Catalyst Black, I want to own some noobs. I want to make someone feel bad tonight. You know, and, and, and just one more game in Diablo. Yeah, be, be nice to people. Yeah, be nice to those guys. <laughs> All right, so I was thinking about this today. I, I I don't like bullying people, and you know this from my Heroes games, Like, but I will pwn the shit out of anyone. I don't care how bad they are. I will kill them three times over and laugh about it. And I most especially like bullying the bullies, right? So the people who will talk shit and be poor sportsmen, those guys I like owning. And I just like owning everyone. So, you know, someone kills me. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> and all people. He yeah. just he just ended a specific <laughs> list with and all people. Yeah. You gotta like, keep it you gotta keep it in the arena. What's outside is respectful and polite, but when I'm in the arena, adversity's the best teacher, and I'm gonna try to my hardest to be the most adverse thing you've encountered today. That's my my goal. That are bullies. I don't like people that are arrogant. I don't like people with bad attitudes or any people. (laughs) (laughs) What's that old, uh, that reminds me of something. What is that? Oh, it's that commercial where they say, and a caveman. And a, no, it's different. I, let me share oh. this if I have it. I got this. Is, goes way back to like 2010. Uh, all people. Let's see if I can find this. <laughs> Come to detour ladder bow. No microtransactions required. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not really my uh, flavor of esport to be good at. The grind and do things good at high level. I'm MOBAs. 
or where I thrive. Oh, I can't find part. it. Maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I, I have it installed, which I found out because I opened up the Battle.net launcher for the first time in ages to play this game. Mm. Maybe I need to play uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected because that's yeah. still installed. That's a real I game. I didn't remember. Yeah, that's uh, a real game. Maybe good, that's what I need. Call. That's a game without a bunch of extra shit tied to it. And uh, you could probably have <laughs> Yeah, I could do that. And yeah. then I can get my Diablo fix. Well, I won't feel I won't feel hurt. I'm glad you brought that up. Here's a good transition because this is what happened to me. And you know how I do this sometimes. I don't know what my problem is. I get a little taste for something. Then I go, ooh, what else is out there? That happened to me today. Because I'm mainly because I was getting kicked out of the thing all the time. And I wasn't having a good time when I was logged into the PC. So um, I went on a, a, a binge of what's going on in ARPGs right now. I know Bo went through this not too long ago. And um, I ended up... I ended up doing something. <laughs> so I did oh. a couple of things. I downloaded some stuff I haven't played in a while just to see how it was going. The Warhammer Chaos Bane. Chaos Bane? Or no, what it's it's the old it's it's old Warhammer, not 40k. Anyway, that's still a pretty good game. So I looked at that again and went, okay, that's all right. But what else is going on? I finally just bit the bullet and got the one everybody says is great and has been raving about for a couple of years saying, oh man, if you like Path of Exile and Diablo 2 and, and, and action RPGs, and you're going to love this game. So I finally picked up... Uh, Orc Massage. <laughs> no, it's not Orc Massage, but now the name left me. What is wrong with me? <laughs> That's all you can think about. Uh, yeah, think about oh, the Orc Massage. Lost Epoch or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I'm in, okay, so you didn't play this yet? I did. I played this. So I got that today after playing Diablo for two hours or three hours or whatever it was. So yeah. I'm like, I want to see this thing. I just want to see what's going on. So I downloaded it. It's still inactive. Uh, you know, they're building it still. It's still in early access. But I, you know, what I was reading was like, oh, this thing's really polished. This thing's ready. This is so nice right now. They got a new class coming. But other than that, it's kind of done. And it's, gr- that game's great. That game's cool. That is what I was looking for. So after downloading all these other things, including uh, freaking, um, what's the what's the old Greek one from 2006? There's an anniversary Titan, Titan Quest. Quest. I downloaded Titan Quest again. I fired up for all these like ten of these things, just trying to find what's gonna scratch my itch today. Lost Epoch did it. That did it. And all I, right. yeah, I think no, that's wish listed. I've heard good things about it, and um, I think I'm, I'm in. Curious. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm in on that for that one for the long haul. It's it's really good. I'm gonna keep playing it. I tried three characters out. Right now, I'm gonna stick with this weird. Almost like he's like a barbarian mixed with a druid. It's hard to explain so, what he is. Yeah, it seems like there's five base classes, and then they branch out to three deeper classes. Yeah, so master classes, of, they call them. Um, yeah. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen different possibilities of classes. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, and it has it has like the um, Path of Exile node system, but light, very, yeah. very, very, very light. Yeah, like, much, much um, more, much more to get your head around it and not feel like an idiot, like you're choosing all the wrong paths or whatever. They also make it really easy to respec and other things. But the the gameplay, the loot, the way, the re- frequency at which things drop, how often you find treasure chests, like this is as close to what I'm looking for as I w- as I th- can find. So I'm gonna play this for a good while. I think that I really good. like it. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it drew. That's where this all drove me this week. I didn't expect this. What I, I'll tell you how I went into this. I went into this going, all right, Blizzard's making their 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 service game, and it could be around for years. You know, Immortal could just evolve and become this this thing on PCs and consoles potentially, and then of course the phone and just be everywhere. And 
I came away from it with, with a few positive, very positive things to say about what actual developers made and then nothing good to say about the rest of it. Like Bose 1010 and 010 is a good call. That's exactly how I I feel about it. I think it's for a handheld game. It's a solid game. Yeah. And they layered on the, the very, the very worst things. The very worst things. And it really bums me out because again, I don't think these are the same people doing it. Like I, I could be wrong, but I don't think the, I know for a fact that, Guys like Wyatt Chang and his team, they are passionate about gameplay and they want to make a great Diablo game. And I just know how at odds that is with the business plan. I was hopeful when I heard so many people saying good things about it, but I think the problem was most of that was built up yesterday around the mobile game. And I I have a feeling this game is a good mobile game. Like, I I think that's probably true. Uh, It doesn't equate to a good PC game for me today, ignoring that. I, let, I don't. I don't want to play Diablo on the toilet. I let, guess let's talk a little problem. bit about the influencer role in all of this too, because I've often lamented about the people who make money off of companies like Blizzard. You know, mm-hmm. you make a video, Blizzard can't believe what they did, get the clicks. All of a sudden, all those people that are critical on launch day are very happy to shill very positively on those days because you know hype for launch. So you get a lot of people like this game's great, this game's great, this game's great for a few weeks. Because why not? Right? Like, yeah, the, that's going to get attention. you views. Like, I but I'm just talking about friends on Twitter. Like, I don't really care. Well, what that, that's, influencers the, that's, are saying, that's, but. that's the zeitgeist. Like, that's the honeymoon, right? Like, that's, that, that's, we don't often, they don't often cover mobile games, but like, we've, I've played enough of these, like, Korean style games that, you know, want to get you in the long run. I played Genshin Impact. They are fantastic for the first 10 to 20 hours. And then, then, then they hit you with the grift. Yeah, we played Lost Ark. So, That's so, fun you know, for a little bit. Yeah. So th- there's going to be a lot of people out there right now that are going to say this game's amazing and have lots of positive things to say about it for a little while because it's going to get it going to get a lot of eyeballs and we're talking about it too. Mm-hmm. It's going to get a lot of eyeballs and then you know and then we'll see what happens later. If it becomes fashionable to, to 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 dumpster it, then that might be what happens. There are a few people who've said negative things right at launch, but I've just noticed with games in general, it can be a pattern for some of these more controversial type influencers to, you know, be negative 180 into positivity around launch time and then go right back into negative negativity a few weeks later when it's no longer profitable to be positive. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. That's also, it's a, I mean, it's probably a whole topic into itself, but I'm just saying that when it comes to blizzard, they are the company. They're the content creator company, you know. I mean, we, we're all impacted as well by it. We have a long, you have a long history. How Scott, we started as a show, yeah. and I don't count you among these, by the way. Just in case if there's no, oh, I know, confusion. I don't either. I'm talking about the, you know, the 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 controversial level streamers, the big names, the ones you can think of immediately. Yeah. No, I get Many it. Many of them are do 180. Uh, they make a business out of it, and you know, I I'm, I'm, one example like or just just selectively choose things. Like I know Asmund Gold released a video, and that was he was critical of it. Yeah, uh, but he's still going to play it in the stream. But that guy shills for Lost Ark 24 seven. Like when you know, it's the same game. Lost Ark Diablo Immortal, same game. <laughs> like you know, it's whatever's going to get clicks is how that that's going to. It's going to move in that direction. And I just think Blizzard and controversy is... At a, is, at a certain a point, content profit. creator is your job. And that's where eyeballs and attention are. We, have, yeah. we can see it in our chat. People are like, you guys are going to talk about 
Diablo Immortal, like that's where the interest is. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, the first thing a way we did to keep today. eyeballs and attention, yeah. like you do it. I guess part I, of the, part I will of the say reason, this: yeah. I'm as guilty of it as anybody because I didn't really want to play Diablo Immortal. I didn't feel the pull for it. I knew I would probably play it on the PC eventually, but I didn't wake up this morning going, yeah, PC beta is out today. I'm so excited. I did it because I was like, well, people are going to want to hear our take on it for the show. So I need to play it. That is the same exact thing as any other content creator is is doing. So, well, sort of of to Bo's point, there are, I mean, again, it's a whole separate issue, but part of the reason I like, podcasting as a format and we've been doing this for 15 plus years is because it allows for long form discussion. It allows for um, people having a thought and being able to poop that thought out and not have it be a blip or a quick edit, but instead something we can dissect and talk about and discuss. And then maybe even change a mind or two, even I've changed my mind many times because I've thought about it more. I let you guys say what you're going to say. And then I'm like, Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't really considered it that way. Like this is the format for that as far as I'm concerned, but it's not the flashy grab everybody's eyeballs, thumbnail on YouTube format. It just isn't. And for good or for bad, it's like long form journalism. Everybody wants dirty headlines that just say a terrible thing real quick. And then everyone gets outraged. That's what gets clicks, views and outrage and engagement. But what we really need are long form uh, journalistic uh, pieces, you know, where people really go deep and and go long and and there's work on the user's part to consume that. So we're part of that is that, you know, we're just news about tweets. We don't need that much of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you read an article like I was doing it yesterday in the roundup because I streamed the the things I had and I'm like this one article was literally just reporting on tweets of two people. Yeah. And I'm like, I fell for it. Yeah, of course you did, because they get you, and I get I, I get got all the time. They call it, and these games are called gotcha for a reason. Although I know there's like a whole. Oh, it's gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. Yeah. But like, it's so on the nose. It's so like, on the nose. It's like it's like we talked earlier about how Mace Windu actually got thrown out of a window, right? Like right. it's just the same thing. <laughs> Obviously, different words, but. Yeah. It's too close to yeah. be coincidence. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, well, all right, yeah. we've 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 done that to death. We're done with Immortal for now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if we <laughs> the, we revisit it in the future. But uh, never die. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to get talked about much on this. Show. Now, I want to talk about something positive this week, and I think we have a game to to, to do that. Yeah, we'll, let's do that. In yeah. fact, talk about V Rising before you do Fortnite, John, and then the two of you can go off about why. Well, I, need I wanted to, play this. to do Fortnite just to get it out of the way. Oh, all right, go ahead. I don't do have your, a lot to say about it. Yeah, like, do your it's thing. pretty short. Sure. Uh, hey, everybody. John here. I play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, cool. We talked about we talked about it a lot. Uh, and so How's I game did. Doing? Is it still number one? Uh, I played it and I played one match. Uh, it was a team. I did. I did teams because I was like, I like to have. I thought it was going to be like, because Scott, you and I played Fortnite together once, mm-hmm. and it was a case where they split into two big teams, yep, 50 and on both 50. teams fought, and I thought that's what I was doing, but what it actually did was it just put me on a, like, a little personal squad of like four other people, yeah. or three other people, and was like, go, and I was like, I feel, I did this mode because I didn't want to feel pressured, mm. 
And now you got, now you got pressure. Now you got- I feel way more pressure because I have three other people and they're all like level 127 and stuff like that. And I'm there and I'm like level 15 or something. Like it's so, You're it's new. so bad. The definition of and, pressure. And uh, I showed up. I, I killed some people, I downed some people, and we got a victory royale. Oh, nice. And we, oh, wow. we, we won we won the match. So uh well done. And and, and then I wept, seeing as I had no more worlds to conquer, so I'm done playing Fortnite. Uh, oh yeah, I, uh, winners? Yeah, winners? I climbed that I climbed that mountain. I was like, did it. And I turned it off. I thought I mean, about why would you need to prove that you're number one again, right? Like you can just yeah, you did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> took such a time. long break from that game. I went. I know when I stopped playing because I logged in and all my stuff was the Mandalorian stuff. Oh yeah, you so logged in just to buy the Mandalorian. Didn't that happen around that yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. So I I Great. logged in. I got my sweet Mandalorian uh, gear on, and uh, and now it's old and crappy because. Mm-hmm. You have to buy Obi Wan stuff now. I yeah. didn't. I looked at it though. I was like, "Do I want to be Obi Wan?" And then I was like, "No, I'd rather be the Mandalorian." So I, I just, mm. I feel like I'm good on that front. And uh, yeah, so I did it. But it's fun. The no build mode is a lot of fun. It lets me focus on the things I like in that game. That game is a very good game for a reason. Uh, as as memey as I'm being on it, like Fortnite's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a very fun video. It's a game. good time. So, yeah. And you're doing the non build mode, I assume. Uh, yeah, yeah, all no, all non build. I don't I don't want to build it. I don't either. Yeah. As an Obi Wan fan, uh, big time prequel fan, I wouldn't want to buy the Obi Wan skin either. Really? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not exactly you, what you, you want. Don't, you don't. That's what you, you don't need. That. You know what I would buy over the Obi Wan skin? I would buy the Stussy Brothers skins from Fargo season three, which were also you and McGregor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those would be great Fortnite skins because yeah. Fortnite's full of average-looking sort of dude guys. So yeah. why not all the characters from Fargo? Like that <laughs> Everyone you and McGregor has played, just put the same head yep. on a bunch of different bodies. Yeah, and why not? Skins. I'd do it. Um, yeah. But also, uh, yeah, also yeah, like fun. Yuri. Like I'd, I'd want to be Yuri. Mm-hmm. You're, you wait, know? you're oh, not Yuri. The guy, um, you're, it's Yuri, the guy who's the Russian guy who's part of the Cossacks or whatever. Oh, throws. him and the little shrimpy guy that run around together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah. like Yuri, but Yuri's so scary when he's just like in my country we throw people like you off bridge and or something like he's just like <laughs> he's so casual in his sneakers and track pants and just throws the guy off the bridge like yeah. whatever. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> I'd, like, be all, I'd be down with that that sounds all right to me yeah. and mr numbers too i guess we oh david thulis vm varga skin let's do that vm varga <laughs> that's teeth of this so- Fortnite talk turned into something so specific i know it's weird everybody was like like we never had more people perk up than Fortnite because so many people play it they're like oh Fortnite, they're gonna talk about a mainstream popular video game now uh-huh. and now yeah. it's just fargo references and everyone's like what yeah happened? like who the hell's emmett stussy and why would why do i care <laughs> <laughs> why, why did we get here yeah what, oh, that's so good though it's so talk good. about the obi-wan people are missing out uh, all right well then let's anyway. move to the v rising then the yeah. Yeah. Vagina, vagina rising. That's vagina all I have to rising. say about Fortnite. It's yeah. Good. So you got v- Vagina Rising. It's out now. Uh-huh. Uh, very popular vagina game. Uh, 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 you'd find it right no, next Scott, to... No, Scott. It's oh. about vampires. Oh, I've been confused. Not- That's why I didn't buy it. I've been so confused about it. No, no. You're just worried not- that it was a porn game setting the world <laughs> yeah, on fire. I didn't know. Mm. All right. No, that's the not true. will rise. I've watched both... Of, or I watched Bo stream a ton of it. I haven't seen John play, but... Uh, tell me what you guys think. It seemed like you were really having a good time the other night. 
So John bought it first. I'm curious what prompted John to buy it. Uh, I wanted to be a vampire. Okay, but like, <laughs> did you like, see a scream? Because just... all I all I heard about was like it's like Valheim and a thousand a million copies sold. Small dev team, and I'm, I'm like. I got plenty of survival games. I, I ignored it. Like I, the first week, I was like, "Okay, people would drop in the stream." Like, "Bo, have you played V Rising?" And I'm like, "Dudes, I got enough games, guys." Yeah. And so I waited, but then I saw you bought it, and I was like, "Why did John buy it?" That 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 perked me up. I was like, "Because remember, boy, John, I wish I had a better reason that I bought it. Now that I know when, I'm responsible John, for your purchase." When John <laughs> buy when John buys it, you got to add a star on. I guess I add a star to your reviews too. So I'm like. <laughs> There's a lot of stars here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, so explain to me why you. Yeah, why up. did you get it, John? And 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 how's it going? So I had heard that it was good. I, I heard it was like Valheim. I own Valheim, but I've never played it. <laughs> Weird. Why did I you watched, pick up V Rising? What I, the hell? <laughs> I've watched Bo play it, and every time I've watched him play it, it made me feel like, yeah, I'm good. Um, but there was something about like the isometric view and I saw somebody putting together a castle and I was like, Oh, cool. Gothic vampire castle. And you got vampire powers. And it just reminded me of like legacy of Kane, uh, for, for some reason, like, even though it's really not a lot like it, but it just reminded me of it. And I was like, man, I love, I love games where you're a vampire. Like there's just something about it. Like, I always have such a hard time being a bad guy in video games until you make me a vampire. And then I'm like, I'm a bad guy. And I'm you just I totally kill just innocent farmers. Like a woman will be there and be like, ah, die. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drink your blood. Oh, you for some reason, you're a farmer with the 98 percent blood purity rating. I'm going to just mm. drink all your blood. You, I got to get it's you. They're food. They're food. Yeah. And uh, I just there's something about that fantasy that like it just gets me into like the mindset of like, okay, I'm going to play the monster in this game and this is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started playing it and I didn't really like it at first. I bounced off of it actually pretty quickly because I didn't like the uh, WASD controls. Mm. It it like kind of plays like a twin stick shooter in a way. Like I thought it would play like Diablo, like right click to move and stuff like Turns that. Turns out it plays like um, Battle Right. Their, for, their, yeah, their, their previous <laughs> it game. It plays like Battle Right. Oh. And just like Battle Right, I was immediately turned off quite heavily by the control system that they had. And uh, didn't enjoy it. And then I was like, I so I bought it and that's all I had played by the time Bo played or picked it up. Uh, And I jumped into the stream to watch Bo play it to see what his reaction was. And he's like, these controls are weird. And I I jumped on and agreed with him was like, yeah, I didn't like the controls. And then Bo starts asking me questions about the game. And he's like, John, how far did you make it in this game? And I said, I made it to use WASD to move. And then I turned the game off. And he was like, oh. And I could just tell that he was like, did I make a mistake? Was there a, have I, yeah, have I made a right. problem well, I, here? I based it on mostly my extra stars that I put on for, you know, you, you, it was interesting for enough for you to buy it. It must mean there's something going on here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but then Bo got into it pretty heavily and watching him I was like yeah I can get over the WASD movement I'll give it another go so I started playing right around the same time he was doing his stream and then both of us were just playing on our own servers separately for a long time getting way into this game yeah it's a bona fide hit and it sounds like you guys are in the wave you guys get it yeah so but on that control schema I I am now 
I'm going to do the typical bow thing here. I was trepidatious and didn't, uncomfortable at first. Uh, this control scheme is the future of ARPGs. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Diablo is also kind of <laughs> shittier this week, as well as other ARPGs, because I, li- I like what this game's cooking combat-wise. Skill shots matter in this game. It's like take um, Heroes of the Storm Brawls and make a, make a game featuring that kind of combat. It's meaty. And it's combat chess, the same way Doom Eternal's combat chess. Remember, I'm always filleting Doom Eternal's combat chess and, and, and approach to mechanics. Rather than focus on hero powers, focus on interesting things that the different enemy types do and make me figure out how to solve the puzzle moment to moment. Getting hit by things is extremely damaging, right? In Diablo, even Diablo 3, you're like, you see a pool of shit about to hit, and you're like, I can probably life on hit through it. Oh, I can't life on hit? Let me get a bitter gem and life on hit through it. Let me buff regen. Like, the solution to everything in ARPGs is, I need more health and more life on hit, or I need some other thing, a button I can press so that I don't have to move out of the way. This game is like, yo, fire arrows, they burn a lot. Vampires, garlic, stay away from that garlic. Sunlight, it's going to burn you. If you're going to fight in the daytime, you got to shadow dance and stay in the shadows. By the way, everything hurts, and enemies have mechanics. Shield guys, when you hit them and they have their shield up, stun you. And then all the other uh, enemies can wail on you because you're you're still, for just a second or two, it's enough to get owned. Um, The stealth rogues go invisible and do the wow stealth where they come out and they stun you for the other guys to get um there's fear mechanics there's frost mechanics there's all kinds of mechanics and you have mobile like abilities or diablo like abilities you got five buttons you have an alt you have two vampire powers and two weapon powers plus a basic attack and one of them's always a dash and so it's like hades you got to dash around puzzle your way through and combat is so juicy so fun almost like I kind of I like the crafting part of the game, but I would take just an action RPG with the kind of philosophy and meeting. Like I hope there's dungeons in this later on, or sort of really big group content, which I think there is because now I'm in the second biome, and there are large cities of people, and doing it alone seems like it's going to be rough. So I am stoked beyond stoked to get into some multiplayer here, and 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 work on this content. It, it makes ARPGs look crappy and lazy because this is a lot more tactical and, and meaty. This game is like a 10 on 10. It's like the best thing that's happened to me this year. Um, <laughs> it is so good. It is, I, I want the, I, I'm going to tell you guys, everyone listening, I, I don't know if I do this often. I don't think I do. Please buy this game. Give these developers lots of money. It's 10 cent that owns it. I don't even care. I give them lots of money so they can make a mobile game and take more money later on. No, just kidding. It's an early access. I want them to be, I think they've already sold enough, so don't, you don't have to buy it, but I want this game to have a rich life because I'm going to be playing it. I think quite a bit over the coming months, even if it's not every day, like Mm. I love this. When you want this, this combat you're talking about, if anyone out there is like, wait, what does it look like? Either go watch videos or literally watch battle right videos. It's the same system. Like it's WASD yeah. movement. Yeah. It's this great kind of aim skill shot stuff Bo's been describing. Like when I watched you stream that night, it was like I was watching somebody with a new battle right character out in the forest. That's what it felt yeah. like. And yeah, I'm sure they built on it. And I had the benefit of not playing battle right before, even though I owned it, but I never really played it. Yeah. 
So it's like it's fresh for me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like, oh shit. Well, and and I, I, I get the right. trepidation with Wazdi. I just want to say I get the trepidation because it's been implemented bad in a lot of cases. This, this is actually good implementation of Wazdi, which is rare. So you, I get you that. do get used to it, and I will say Bo's right. I think he likes the game uh considerably more than me. I I do like the game. Like I'm very positive on this game. Um but I, I'm with Bo. I think the combat and the fighting and the powers are actually so good in this game that I'm a little saddened by how base building focused it's been. Sure. Because um, yeah. it, it seems like that is where I'm spending a lot of my time. And that is where you run into the, well, I'd like to be building my castle, but. It's taking so long to convert these rocks into stone bricks. So all I have is a doorway and two windows. Like there's just a lot of, there's a lot of that, but it's a very chill game, like from the building and collecting aspect, like, and they do a really good job at being robust with the rule set. So whether you're playing on a multiplayer server or whether you're, you're playing solo, you can get in and you can set your rules. Like I didn't realize I did this, but I must have set when I first played, I just played solo, but I must have set my rules to easy because mm. I went from playing the game on my own to playing on Bo's server. And when I did that, I was like, why am I so light on resources? Like I remember just bursting from the gills with resources everywhere I went. And I feel I feel really hampered by it. And I it's because you can get as granular as to how many resources you get. Are things more plentiful? Are they less? You can adjust the day night time, which I, I would actually recommend doing. I think the day night cycle is way too fast. Um, in this game, I, I actually kind of, that's maybe my only other complaint. Um, I, I kind of agree with you there. It feels like it goes fast too. It, it feels like you have enough time. Like you don't want to leave until it's nighttime. Cause you're like, well, that's when I don't have to dodge the sun. But then by the time you get where you want to go and you are getting ready for like a big boss fight or something like that, it's now gone through all of the night and getting back into day. And you're like, now the boss fight is 10 times harder. I didn't plan this right. Uh, and I, I just don't think that particular bit is, is as fun as it could be, but overall, this game is really good. It's, it's really chill. It's really fun to build the, it's not as granular as like Valheim. Like you don't have as much control over everything, but the stuff that you can snap together and put together looks really cool. The way it forms into a cool castle for you is really neat. Um, I I dig this game a lot and it is it is definitely the game I play to just kind of unwind and relax at night because there's it's not very high stakes like if I die I do a corpse run it's whatever you know it's no big deal yeah, yeah. um and I'm I'm having a really good time with it and it's fun to I haven't done anything multiplayer besides have Bo come up and try and talk to me in the game not realizing I had voice chat turned off so I haven't really done any multiplayer stuff yet, but I have played on his server. I am building an awesome castle on his server. I got premium property uh, that I'm pretty proud of finding, and uh, it's fun. There's lots, there's lots of space around, yeah, for sure. Um, the PvP is switched off on our server, so you don't have to go, you don't have to worry. That's what I was talking to you about. You don't have to worry. Like if I come into your base, I won't loot your shit. It's locked. Yeah, because the PvP is actually about battling each other's bases, where you try and destroy each other's bases and stuff. So man, we're not going to do any of that. Mm. But um, yeah, no, it's it's. Oh, yeah, I love this game. I wanted to make a specific comment about it. Um, 
but I can't remember what I was going to say. But oh no, I know. Like mechanically, the theme of vampires is well represented here because like you can go and charm people and they become your thralls and they go and hunt for you. So there's this whole Farmville <laughs> aspect to it a little bit. And you can even keep people in cages. Like, you know, Bok Bok, Monsoon Cabbage had the, um, not Bok Bok, uh, Softhead was the blood bag for Monsoon Cabbage. You know, it kept him in a little cage <laughs> to suck his blood. So you can charm people and bring them back and keep them in cages. When you find a 100% blood type of a certain class, like creature or worker, you bring them back, keep them in a cage, and you can drink on them apparently permanently. So you have a constant source of 100% blood type. Um, or whatever it is you capture. It's just, it's so thematically, like, just every they think of little things, you're like, oh, yeah, vampires do that, too. Um, yeah, like, just, you can't carry silver. Like, it's, oh, it's a, just a great game. I'm really inspired by it. Well, that's great. I'm happy to hear it. I probably need to play it. If I wasn't breaking up so many ships and throwing them in the trash, I'd probably, I'd probably get in there. But right now, I got to... Look, it's the universe. I got to kill all these ships and then make money. Um, I mean, that's probably another good example of a great game, though. Like, I have it on my wish list that I should get to it. Uh, I I feel like I had the thought today. You've talked about this game so many weeks that I'm going to play it and be like, why did I not listen to Scott like a year ago? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I, I get that feeling from this game. Like, you have... I really do love it. You don't talk about Lawnmower Simulator every week, but you talk about shipbreaker every week there's something there's good uh, a good meal here that definitely uh, while you know while i'll never say that every game is for everybody uh it damn that thing's bright for me though does that have multiplayer we no multiplayer i wish it had co-op. co-op would be i mean i don't know what they have up their sleeve for their future but maybe a mod co-op would be insane oh my gosh especially these you big guys would not what are you doing me you're me. Ah! Yeah. I, all i would be doing you guys would be working seriously and i'd be like where can i put an explosive canister to cause the biggest calamity on this ship? yeah that would happen and then we'd lose all these oh, the points you'd lose oh my gosh yeah, the currency so good they really lean so the story good. the story ended up ha- being better than i thought uh the beta or the the early access they had um temporary voice actors mostly devs doing it which mm. is fine it was all placeholder stuff and it was okay but they've got a real like voice acting cast now and uh that stuff is way more way better uh as a result uh and i'm enjoying that more than i thought it would because it's like getting real dystopic and you know screw the man and just a bunch of that going on in between these big ship teardowns and just that combination of stuff's really, really working for me. And it reviewed really well on like PC gamer gave it a like killer 91%, 92, something like that. And they never do it that high. So yeah, it made it's... me feel justified. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only guy out there that think this is the bees freaking knees. Anyway, yeah. uh, Bo, you there's, also there's... played a bit of for the King. Is that cause we were talking about it and you were like, Oh, I miss that game. Yeah. It's... I was like, I missed that game. I got like, I realized like, I still haven't finished it on medium difficulty. I've only done it on easy difficulties. It's hard. I think I'm losing this game too. Yeah. I was playing it before trying V rising. Like, let me play for the King and I'll get to V rising at some point. And I was like, oh, why did I play play this game? I should start with V rising right off the bat. Yeah. But, um, no, I, that game remains super enjoyable. I just like that game a lot. I just mentioned it there because I was playing it. It's, but, it's uh, a quality experience. I can't wait for that sequel now that they've <clears> announced it. Very excited. Yeah, yeah. I think the sequel, I think there's, like, definitely things that could be better, and I think they're going to they're gonna take care of that uh, sequel. So yep, for sure. 
Well, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. I know it was a beast, but it was a lot of important stuff, okay? And we had to talk about it. So important, in fact, that I would like to invite all of you to uh, back us on Patreon. Why, you say? Because it's what the cool kids are up to. Check this out. Since last week's show, we have these many new patrons. All since last week, okay? Oh, wow. Thomas Davis, Anthony Gentile, John Harris... Uh, Chris che- uh, Cheech Creech, sorry, uh, Sam Hendricks, Joel Legans, Jake Hobbs, John Babson, and Glenn Ferris, Ferrance rather, and Seb, Seb. Wow, that's a lot of new patrons. It's a lot yeah, of new patrons is. just uh, since last Thursday. I am so happy to see that. I love that you guys are enjoying the show and that you find it valuable. Uh, if I'm you sad that they'll all be gone because I made fun of them. <laughs> all these mobile guys are going to leave. They're like ah. John well, doesn't know what definitely, you're saying. Yeah, it definitely doesn't include that. That's a, that's something you get as a patron is immunity from John's barbs, right? <laughs> right. It's like when he's referencing these things, he's not talking up to you or about you, people. That's 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 implicit in the contract when you sign up for for patron, right, 100%, John? Hundred percent, right, John? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we need you to be a bit more convincing. Yeah, lying this here. Is a bad sale, John. <laughs> but uh, whatever you got to do. That sounds like a thing. Uh, the place to go is patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show. It is the place to go. All right. Uh, quick note that you can find everything about the show, including links to that at frogpants.com slash core. You can send us emails and all your feedback to talk to the core at gmail.com. Core pod on Twitter, John underscore Jagger, Bo Schwartz, and I'm over Twider. at Scott Johnson. Twitter. Uh, follow these guys on their streams as well. Uh, you can find Bo over there at Bo Schwartz on uh, on the Twitter or on the uh, Twitch rather. And John, like John the toilet. He's on the toilet. John's is. I always forget your new one. Something. What is it? Uh, craftless rogue. Craftless rogue. Okay. Cra- craftless meaning they don't craft anything. Except, they craft nothing. Except vampire buildings. Good day, sir. Yeah, yeah I day. do craft a lot, honestly. So yeah. do check those out. That's why I like your name. It's super contrary to what you actually, actually do. <laughs> uh, anyway, those are the places to find us all the time. If you got any other questions, like I said, frogpants.com slash core is the place to go. Before we leave, words of wisdom around the table. John, let's start with you. Hi, everybody. Uh, John here at the end of the show. Uh, Boy, we had fun today. Uh, As we leave here today, I just want to remind you all that the only Diablo that's ever truly immortal is the Diablo that you feed. Oh, that's nice. Sort of weird, but nice. Uh, Bo, anything to add there? I'm pretty sure Elder Kane and Diablo Immortal is Belial. Just FYI. (laughs) Nice. You do do hear some... uh, Oh, Deckard Kane's back, and I do like to hear him again. I will admit, yeah. having him but back is nice. I, I'm, I'm not clear on the timeline. Is it before or after? Like, before. Is he just back with that explanation? It's, it's between before. it's between two and three was the, is the setting. So then that three makes me real three. weird. Yeah, Stay because he doesn't alive. bring up he doesn't <laughs> bring up cash. that there was this giant war at all. You know, he's <laughs> like, Leah, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. uh, d- d- Grandpa, did you, did you just? Two years ago, had a huge war. Like, why are you actually all shocked about this stuff? I think this is all. But the point is, Decker, this is all in Decker Kane's head. All of it, everything. Oh, in this game. you see, I did seem to be killed by butterflies, <laughs> but in fact, I was able to secure quite a deal for only fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> I was able to buy a resurrection statue. I had to exchange that money for actually. Uh, you, you laugh, but I think that's real. There, there's too. a cooldown on on reses, and yeah, that, like uh, that. 
I, I'm laughing because you probably don't know that. Cause I don't know that. that. <laughs> I didn't see the store. I didn't like, make it far enough. It's funny that you predicted that because that's real. That's really, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's egregious. His voice work is great, though. I do want to shout out to the voice team and direction team. Hell of a voice work on that game. Art, really good. Art's voice, the splash art, the cinematics are like, what? I'm They're like, amazing. I love this thing. I know. They're beautiful. I know. All you poor people, they just want to be employed and work at a job and make games for a company they can respect. And the guys in the business are like, yeah. Tell them just, about the $99. Make the, make the art shut up. You All know, right. the best value will make it seem like it's scarce, but the best value is a $99 a bunch of coins and gems and things. It, it always is. Yeah. It always value. is. Yeah. The best value. Uh, <laughs> Spend 100 bucks. It's the, it's the best value for our made-up currency. Yeah. Lame. Uh, well, anyway, that's yeah. it for us. We'll be back next week with more. Thank you all for listening. In the meantime, go tear some ships apart. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Rubber! <laughs>